Thank you for joining us on the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. If you haven't already, please like and subscribe. Give us a rating you feel we deserve and leave a comment. Follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E Podcast. If you have questions or comments, you can always email us at jrepodcast at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey, gang, if you are in Ottawa, be sure to check out our sponsor for this podcast, Ward 14. Ward 14 is Ottawa's first and only consignment bar. That's right. Everything inside the bar is for sale. The bar stools, the bar tops, the board games, the fish. I don't know about the fish, but everything pretty much is for sale in this bar. They have a lovely food menu. They have uh, great specialty drinks. The staff are awesome. Uh, It's a quaint little place. If you're looking for a place to go in Ottawa, it's in the heart of Ottawa's Little Italy. Check them out. Ward 14, 139 Preston, right beside the fire station. Uh, Ward 14, sweet little consignment bar. Check them out if you are in Ottawa. Thanks so much. Listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd. All right, welcome back and rest in peace, Bender, Alex Buchanan, good friend of mine, passed away last year. This is the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. I am Matt Floyd. As always, I am joined by Kamar. Hello. And Simon. Hello. Uh, For those of you joining us for the first time, thanks for listening. Uh, This is very simple. We listened to all this week's Joe Rogan Experience podcasts, and we're going to break them down for you. We're going to give you our thoughts, opinions, and uh, all that other shit. Hot takes. There you go. Um... Kamar, how's your week? Oh, it's been a great week. Great, great, great week of shows. Thanks to everyone who's come out uh, to the shows, I guess, who came out to the shows. There you go. You feel like they all went well? I think I'm, I'm happy with uh, what <laughs> happened. I've just been drinking too much after the shows, which well, I'm glad that this week is almost over. Well, you know, you got to have some fun, too. You got to celebrate when you're killing it. There you go, buddy. Top of the world. Simon, how are you? Oh, very well. Thank you, Matthew. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Just another week of ancient aliens. Oh, man. <coughs> Let me just say, uh, was it in the post-Joe last week that Simon was like, I just really... He implored that this week happened. Yeah, so I'm just going to put it out there. Uh, like, I would love to find any sort of success in my life this week. Uh, nothing to do with the podcast, but it seems like if you if you wish it on the podcast here. That's a secret, baby. I think I have to wish it for you. Oh, okay. Well, could you start? I'm going <laughs> to... That I'll, would be great. I'll buy some book about, uh, I don't know, success through positive thought. Sure. I'll buy the uh, Dave Chappelle box set. Yeah. Of, uh, oh, just to show. get guests on. I, I, I want some actual wealth for myself. We'll get him on here. Okay. If oh, yeah, have, we got to start If you that. have any other requests for guests, I can uh, look at that for you. What Simon wants, Simon gets. That reminds me, we got to start that. We got to get on that this week, the Get Chappelle on Rogan hashtag. Start, start spreading the word, make this happen. Long overdue. Yeah. Um, all right, let's start by rating the week. Simon, we'll start with you. How many Jamies do you give the week? This week gets, um, I'm not going to give it five because I don't do that, but as close as you can get to five. So 4.9999999 Jamie's. So for you, it would have to be like 
like a four guest week with like aliens, Egypt, Bigfoot. And and there'd have to be some announcement like aliens were real. Okay. That would be a five star week. Five star. And like no political anything, no mention of Jordan Peterson. All I'm doing no. is I'm just leaving the door open a crack for maybe a better week. I like it. Listen, yeah. tough per- crowd. Perfection is tough. Tough to crowd. Get. Kamar, what do you give the week? Slam dunk five. Five. This is what it's all about. This this week is what it's all about. Slam dunk five. Quintessential Joe Rogan week. Um. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I have to give it like a four, I guess, for sure. I mean, I also have to say on the air um, that I was wrong. About. I said on this podcast that there was no fucking way that Alex Jones was ever going to be on Joe Rogan again. And uh, there you go. I think I, I also said the same thing. Pigs can fly. I have no problem admitting when I'm wrong. And I, now I have to assume that Kanye will probably at some point be on as well, which could definitely not be as big a shit show as the, this episode was. Oh, you, you jump the greatest podcast of all time. Yeah. It, I'm not jumping ahead. I just say it's un, it's impossible to touch on this week without pretty much solely talking about that episode because it was fucking insane. It was. Do you think <laughs> like, there's that, no other way to, to put it? Do you think that um, he was giving a giant fuck you to just everyone by having Alex Jones on? No, you know what? Once Eddie showed up, I, I guess we are kind of jumping there real quick. We'll we'll get into it real. Once Eddie showed up, to me, it was like watching um, us, and I don't mean us like I wasn't like oh you know Simon is Joe, I'm Eddie, Kamar's Alex. I just mean like it's like watching three people that used to be really good friends and that had common interests and all kind of believe the same things. They got older. They kind of started feeling their own ways but they remain friends like we have friends we have friends you gotta blow all, ups you gotta blow up sure. you need some time to cool off but we have friends that we all think are like a little bit batshit crazy like I'm, i can think of one right now that I, you know i don't think he's actually crazy but he's got some loopy fucking viewpoints and uh we're still good friends you know what i mean like it i don't know i was thinking that you don't have to talk as, about me like that right in front of my face as <laughs> that was all going on is like what where is the line that you can't be friends with that person anymore and that line is flat earth i don't know i mean uh, for me that's where i draw that line either way we're jumping yeah, ahead yeah so. sorry kamar hates it he's getting so angry oh yeah, it's gonna come uh, <laughs> you guys are just gallivanting towards the clitoris let's do it i gotta say in like Woo. in like 20 episodes of doing this show i've learned a lot about kamar that i never knew before <laughs> like i never knew you were such a staunch stickler for like I'm not. Uh, I'm not. Order. It's just. It's just it, yeah. It, it's hard not to pre-discuss it and like. Okay, we'll put that to bed. Go through three other people and get back to it. Oh my God, Simon! This is a Simon some serious things, tracers, clearly. man. All right, <laughs> let's get started here. Uh, Twelve fifty-two. Dave Foley and Paul Greenberg, couple of Canucks and a Jew. Well, okay, a couple of Canucks. One of them is a Jew. Yes, I'm sure the Greenberg gave it away. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that Dave Foley was on previously because I was super pissed the whole podcast. I was like, how's he not mentioning kids in the hall? Yeah. He had been on once before. And then I, and then he mentioned that he had been on before and I was like, okay, that's why. So for our American listeners, kids in the hall was the first show Dave Foley was on. It was a Canadian sketch comedy show. Great fucking show. Classic. Uh, but yeah, Simon, I literally, like, I could not believe that this was the first episode to kick off the week, and the second 
like when Joe in his little pre thing was like, this thing really picks up about an hour in. Um, he wasn't joking. And oh, it, yeah, it, it's, it's clunky. It felt too like he was speaking directly to Simon in his pregame. And Kamar sent me a text that morning and he was like, oh, he uh, sent it to us. Yeah. Oh yeah. You're really going to like this episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I knew something was coming. I just didn't know what it was. I couldn't believe it after your pleas were just I, answered like that. It was unbelievable. Well, I mean, it's I saw, manna, I manna saw from the gods. I saw Kamar's text as well. And I, <laughs> I started listening to it and I was like, this is absurd. Like, this is just fucked the head on the nail. Yeah. The Matrix is real. I'm smoking that. I don't care about surgery. Fuck that shit. That's what I say, man. Fight so, the power. So if I'm not here for next week's podcast, you know not to smoke marijuana before surgery. I'll, uh, I'll be the host. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, Simon, you really got uh, you got blessed on this one. Yeah, so how do you want to do this? Do you want to just gloss over the first hour and just start kind of second? There wasn't or? much to talk about. They have a podcast called uh, We Say Cunt. Don't Don't say cunt. It's, I don't think it's Don't Say Cunt, is it? I think that's what it's called, Don't Say Cunt. I'm going to say this and sound like a total asshole, but uh, oh, here we go. you notice in thumbnail I did not put Paul Greenberg's picture <laughs> because they went on sort of, obviously they want to talk about aliens, but um, to promote their podcast, I think they were better served if he wasn't there. I disagree. And that's just my own opinion. I knew you would feel well, that Well, give way. him a couple of minutes here. Let him get it all out. Uh, what did you hate about Paul Greenberg? He was on too much. He was trying too hard. Yeah, exactly. Spot on, man. You heard what I heard. <laughs> I, I, I just would have preferred a conversation with um, Dave and Joe, and uh, Dave could have plugged his podcast and said, yeah, my buddy, Paul Greenberg. Like, there's no other way in the universe Paul Greenberg gets on the I agree, I agree with that. He was superfluous to the episode, that's for sure. Yeah, but Joe was laughing at a lot of what he was saying and get. You disagree? No, I, I just wonder how much he Humoring was being him. polite. Humoring and, that's uh, exactly manners. I, I didn't particularly find him very funny. Well, I didn't find him very funny either, but that's not the point. I my, felt like Joe had a good rapport with him, and I mean, I, like I knew Kamar was just my only fucking... my only point of contention with him came when they were talking about fame, and Joe and Dave Foley were talking what it was like to be recognized places. And he's piping in there like people are recognizing it. And maybe I'm wrong. People, maybe people know him in Canada and I So you don't. slightly agree with me sort of thing. Uh, Kamar, to the slightest degree, one tiny little point. I mean, uh, listen, obviously I agree that Dave Foley is the name that when it popped up, you're like, that's a name I know. Mm-hmm. He was on, you know, I mean, we're Canadian, so we know him for many other things. But if you're just an American, then you're at least like, oh, well, he was on news radio with Joe. And then there's some Jew with him. Um, but I thought he held his own. I don't. I no, don't no, he, he did. Okay. Yeah. Listen, for someone who wishes you success, I simultaneously, uh, I want to see you on Joe Rogan. But I dread the day you make it. No, I, I, I don't. I, I'm not worthy. I, I, I could not. I would. I, would, I, I don't want to run with Joe Rogan. No, no. But I just feel like I feel like you would have a tough time, as I would, going on Joe Rogan and not trying to be on. You know what I mean? Like there's so much at stake too. No, I, I would. I would think it. I, I, it would be horrible. I even talk, <laughs> even talking right now makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, it's <true. laughs> fucking train wreck. <laughs> but I mean, if 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 I get called up, I, I will be a Paul Greenberg. I imagine. And then in your head, you're thinking, oh, if I'm on there, I'm going to be like Joe's going to bring me over his house for an elk steak after. I don't know. I mean, this would have been the true bump 
to check this guy out. You know what I mean? Greenberg? Yeah. I, I bet you he gets no no visible bump from this. I would have been more inclined to listen to Dave Foley's podcast if he just talked about it, like I said, and yeah. said, oh yeah, plus I do with my buddy, Paul Greenberg, and then I can find out about Paul Greenberg that on is, the podcast. That is the one part I can agree with you on, Kamara. I, I, he could have easily not have been there, but uh, I wasn't angry. Because he wasn't really into aliens. No, he was into Dave Foley. But the aliens, I also feel, didn't necessarily like... It just kind of came up organically. It wasn't... I don't think Dave Foley went in there and was like, Joe, let's talk aliens. No. Uh, Right. I don't even remember how it came up. Uh, I think I have it in here somewhere. Um, So Dave Foley is back together with his wife. Not not the one. Not the one. Not the one. Just clarifying Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. Another one who possibly did him wrong at one point, but not the one. not Not the one. The one who stole all his money. Okay. Good to know. And I guess he just didn't want to go through that again, so it was easier to just get back together well, with his wife. Well, yeah, I, mean, I guess he's a bit of a mess. Well, no, he's cleaned himself up, but I'm sure that had something to do with their initial divorce. Um, I just wanted to, um, they really shit on curling. Curling's really fun. Like, it, it's just like any other game. If you get high enough, it's a good time. You know? <laughs> it's one of the oldest games, too. Just I, as a Canadian, I feel it's my duty to. Well, uh, I can listen. Curling to play might be fun, but I think curling to watch is the fucking absolute worst thing in the world. So. Maybe being there live, I've never been there live, might be. Can't imagine. Just the crowd alone is like the median age is like seventy. I'll tell you, the Briar was uh, here a couple years ago, and it was packed every night. Yeah, but, but uh, no, I'm not into curling, but. I, you don't have to shit on it. Yeah. Well, I don't care that they shot on it. Fun fact about curling. Every single curling stone in the world is made from the rock on one single island. I've heard that. There you go. In Scotland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there's your little tidbit for the day. If that's our final Jeopardy, well, I don't know the name of it. You know what's crazy, though? Uh, there's a story in the news a couple weeks ago or maybe a month ago that a curling team got kicked out because they were just wasted. And that's like amazing. some good guys, they broke one of the brooms and stuff and they were super disruptive. <laughs> So I bad mean, boys are curling. Curling is as Canadian as it fucking gets. That's what got you though. They shot on curling. No, I just, you know, oh. I thought I'd mention that. Um, no, no, I, I loved it. Uh, I'm done shitting on anybody. Okay. I'm just telling you positive points about this podcast now. Gotcha. Um, it, I, I did learn something about, um, the times, the time being set by the railroads. I knew that it, it makes perfect sense, yeah. but I just had never really put, two and two together to i think we should, i think 17. we should back out of it now that we know it's just an option i just think that it's <clears throat> well arizona doesn't do it right yeah. neither no. does hawaii when i was in hawaii right. i remember being like why the fuck is the clock and then someone explained it to me um oh fuck i had a good point to make there shit the clocks it was something about the clock time zones oh yeah no we talk about this probably every episode that we're living in a simulation what is that Oh, anyway. Oh, that's irritating. We. <laughs> I don't think I can hear it. I mean, I can hear it, but... Yeah, you can hear it. Trust me. Anyway. Wait, you want to stop? It's up to you. I just... Well, this is some good podcast right here, boys. <laughs> well, no, I'll have to... Great. I have, I'm creating editing work. Mm. Time zones, cross across the country. No, no, I know what I'm talking about. Um, Sorry. What I was saying was I... Uh, we talk about the simulation all the time and the the main point of the simulation is like look at how far we've come these guys were talking about like 
40 years ago having to phone a number to get the time, like to, to get the proper time. And people are like, have a tough time wrapping their heads around like, what do you mean we could be living in a simulation? Like, dude, give us 500 years and we could figure this shit out. You used to have to phone a number for a clock. Like, there's no fucking way that it's impossible for us to be living in a simulation. I think Kamar's right. AI could take over any day now. It's on its way. It's got to be. A cute little anecdote. I was on my way over. I heard the, uh, at the one o'clock. The long, yeah, I was driving over. So I heard that. And it was one o'clock and I was late. It dawned on me that I think that's just so old school. I think I think it's like a it's like nostalgic, a, yeah. It's no, great. I think it's like a Cold War thing. Like if you didn't hear that, it meant that the Russians had like infiltrated. Don't blink, trust. Blink, don't trust any. That's like twice. twice. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't trust anything on the air if you haven't. You're in danger. Yeah. <laughs> Simon, just do it, man. I know you want to talk aliens. So. Well, it's coming. It happens. Bring it on. It happens oh. right now. Jump this in, is man. Hour two. Like so I can see you just fucking. It, it clunked there. along for the first hour. Well, listen, like, where is this going? Before we talk about aliens, okay, because we're all going to disagree on that. But ancient civilizations, can we agree on that? That that the record of of where they think things landed in time is totally fugazi. I never knew what the record was. Okay, so because last week I was so high, I couldn't give you the right numbers. But twenty twenty five hundred years. Sorry, that's what I'm yeah, saying. Twenty five hundred years Egypt. ancient Egypt. Okay, now they're ten thousand. Five thousand. Sorry, six thousand is Samaria, and uh, at least ten, but twelve is Gobekli Tepe. These are all what science says now. This is all what science says now. Mm-hmm. Um, and Egypt, we know because of the Sphinx, the whole water behind mm-hmm. the enclosure of the Sphinx, the whole Robert Shock. Uh, we know that that is at least like 10,000 years old. So the first pyramid was built 10,000 years ago. Not t- t- 2,500 2, years mm-hmm. ago. Mm-hmm. So if nothing else, if nothing else, these ancient civilizations if they weren't aided by aliens or the aliens weren't helping them they were some fucking amazing people because the structures and stuff the structures are incredible and not only are the structures incredible but totally on opposite on opposite sides of the world um Egypt and South America, they were building pyramids. Like how on fuck do two totally separate people on totally different sides of the world decide to build the same structure? Like to me, that's amazing. Whether or not you want to put that on aliens or not, that it's, it's just incredible. And not just them. There's pyramids in India. There's pyramids in China. There's like, they're all over the world. Okay. Well, let's unpack that. (laughs) Um, (coughs) <coughs> I think to start, I would say, um, I mean, a pyramid seems obvious, does it not? Because it's a strong structure. That's kind of where I'm going. Okay, now, so fine. Well, but, but that's not discounting. I'm not saying that officially that takes aliens out of it. I'm just saying if all you have is stone and like basic stuff, I'm still with you that like we can't figure out now how to yeah. move the stone. That's so, That was exactly my next point, which is, again... Aliens, not aliens, give me historians some better, better theory than you got going now, because some of those stones they are moving are hundreds of tons, like thousands of tons that like, it's just, 
it's impossible that they were rolling them and then to 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 move them on top of each other and at some places in um i I don't remember all the names but in south america or maybe uh lebanon there are places where the stones are like fused together so that you can't even get a sheet of paper through you know and the cuts are so laser sharp that they have no idea how it was done well, they didn't have cameras, I guess. Um, do you think they're lying, though? Sorry? Do you think, like, like I, I wasn't aware of these timelines. Who's ever... Well, I think... You're saying this is the, this is the, the fact information is this, this timeline? No, no, no. I think, I it's, think like it's, every, it's wrong. I think it's like everything in science. They just... They're fighting. They ha- No, I think for a long time, they only had a certain amount of shit, and they only had a certain amount of technology, and given what they had, they said, okay, our best guess, and they've always said that. They've never said... But the ancient Egyptian scholars, those guys who have been studying that and have made that their life. Um, but that's it. Are wrong. It's different, though, because for them, they've made it their life's work. So for them to turn around after 40 years and go, I'm wrong, it kind of whitewashes all and their it work. Also, Not whitewashed, it you know also I mean. changes kind of the historic line, right? So you have to change Egypt, but you also have to, it, it might be like a, you know, other thing. Other things might change because of the. I, I don't know. Maybe there's just more to it. So more the only timeline for sure we're like aware of is from BC, say one to now that we, we trust. Well, I, I frankly, I don't trust any of it. Like, I don't know why you would trust BC further. Like say when Napoleon was around, though. No, but like that happened well, eight hundred years ago. He's talking about documented history, basically. Right. Not, not not guesswork, not, not Bible history. More difficult to dispute. Not well, but you can listen. You can argue that not well, Bible history, but you can argue that there's a lot of history that they know took place in that era, like around you know ten ten A.D. Again, they're not, well. It's all from fossil record. It's all from uh, uh, books that they find artifacts. or script. I mean, it's the same thing for ancient or for the ancient people. They're finding well, the, no, but they're just finding structures. My point is, no, like, no, they find tons of tablets and like there's there's tons of, to of, them. of record which they did. They learnt the language of the ancient Sumerians and they learnt how to read their clay tablets. Like it was the very earliest form of uh, written language. Yeah, so, sure, but it, does it say aliens? And the problem is, again, you can angels, re- angels. You, you can read into it both ways. Here's here. Look, uh, now we can uh, we'll we'll merge into aliens a little bit. In any of the record, be it the Bible or any of that script, any of the ancient things that they find, um, y- you can read it as these are things that these people are making up. Or you can read it as these are things that the people actually saw and they're trying to explain. Like, whether it be aliens or not, it could be something. I, I have no they, idea. They, back then, they didn't call a tree a tree. It was probably called something else, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If but, they even like, but look, it's, like, um, the South Americans and the um, Egyptians and the Indians or the uh, Sumerians have a have a similar story of this winged serpent coming down from the sky. And when you see the different pictures of him from the different reliefs, it's like the exact same creature. Coincidence. It's just coincidence. No, no, I, it's too, it's too much to be a coincidence. To me, it's too much I agree, to be I a agree. coincidence. And again, I don't know if it's aliens, but 
I guess so my big problem is the back like to UFOs. Go back sure. three hundred years and we just we didn't know shit. And anything was like you know everything was explained by like witchcraft or this, that, and then like uh, I don't know. It's tough for me to sit back and Okay, and and what I'm saying, I guess, too, is even go back to more recenter history where we kind of don't get why they're writing about what they're writing. Maybe again that there was some truth to what was going on so what you consider magic maybe wasn't magic at all well no, so but a there's guy been like a lot of merlin stuff. no but think about like like joe talks about all the time how like the what was it the witch thing ended up just being because they were all eating bad fucking wheat and you know what i mean like it's that's one theory yeah that's a theory but i'm my point is just you know because we knew so little again it could have just been they were all eating fucking mush like they could have all just been eating mushrooms religiously all the time and all having this crazy experience where they all see a winged fucking dragon and maybe they all are actually just carrying 10,000 pounds. I, I don't actually So the mushroom, you, I, I mean, listen, let, you, if we want to really talk about it, so the mushrooms in China are the same as the mushrooms in, like everybody's having that same trip to well, see. Well, again, we don't know that. Hold on. Maybe. I, I would no, say that makes it's sense. A, it's a possibility. I mean, if we, we know from Paul Stamets that they're all connected in a way and that if you really think the stoned ape theory, then there's something to it. But also, uh, like even Alex Jones thinks there's something to this. Like but we're I, communicating with fucking aliens through using mushrooms. But so. I think the key word is instead of like this coming from somewhere, they're here. Like it's more the dimensional idea. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you see this dimension rather than well, our concept the, of they're coming from a planet far away. Like every every ancient religion, every, every modern religion really talks about um, drugs. Th- their gods coming from the heavens in Christianity, but everywhere else it's the stars. They, mm-hmm. they come from the stars. Yeah. But I also, again, I go back to the fact that like everything we know now to be a drug or hallucinogen or any of those, they didn't know that back then. And there was a good chance that they were all indulging in it and, and not know, but not even indulging. Like we're doing mushrooms as we can. This is just the way life is. That's you it. eat these things and Listen, talk to the aliens. That, or, and Simon, that you, is that a makes possibility. The most, that makes Simon, the most sense. You could even argue then too, that if they all had somewhat the same experience, even across the world, that that could lead them to all to be like, we should build a pyramid. And I've got to say, I know that sounds Well, it just sounds as crazy as aliens in my opinion. Uh, Okay. Mushrooms isn't I, I can't argue mushrooms that. isn't as uh spot on. Like if we if the three of all, us all did mushrooms together, what we would all experience, whatever, I don't know if it'd be the exact same, but the DMT is so it's always the same. Like well, every listen, story. You're not wait, building wait, 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 shit wait. on DMT. No, no, but can I this is a really but you're inspired. I, a, I don't know. This is an important takeaway too. Ayahuasca, sorry. This is a big that. takeaway too. With less in the world. I think people would have been more likely to have the same trip. Does that make sense? Because we have so many, because we have so many out outside varying factors in the world, be it podcast, television, print, news, uh, your life, the things you do on a daily basis, your car payments. This, you you have a million things going on in your head that could change your trip. Whereas back then, when it was just survival eating waking up you might have all do you know what i mean and i'm well, sure we again you're just assuming that back then that's what it was you know what i mean well i, I no, could have been a lot more advanced to support what he's sure. saying though is i mean i'm sure we can't know but do we know what the population of the earth was ten thousand years ago well they know that like the population of 
at its highest point of the South American, I don't remember if it was the Incas or the Mayans, was like um, 20 million or something. They know this? Well, I mean... The, the well, what was the thing I read the other day? I've, I've read it twice now, and I, I, I want to keep fact-checking. I'm just it, saying there's less people. Like it, yeah, yeah. The, the small, everyone's doing the same thing because it's just not... I, I mean, on totally different parts of the world. I mean, maybe. Simon, there wasn't a point. billion Simon, people. my point is just like, okay, <clears throat> we all live very, very, very different lives now. Not from back then. I'm talking the life you live versus my life versus Kamar's life. They're all vastly different just because of the way the world is. Back then, we all, you, you all kind of lived the same life. You all hunted. You gathered. You did stuff for the village and the best of the people. There was no like spare time or think do you know what i mean there wasn't philosophy thinking about yourself i mean there might have been a little bit but that was all my point was is that that there there might have been a collective that i think there were probably mushrooms involved in all of this i don't think that that has to discount that um these people were either totally brilliant or no that's fine but i'm saying like you you brought up the bible the bible's a perfect example of there's no way a lot of that shit wasn't written by someone who wasn't in the fucking woods on what Joe calls a hero dose. I would like to be consumed with this and talk about it for the rest of my life because it is so, it's just so amazing. Yeah. Like, just all I want is some way to see what like the pyramids in their prime were like. You know, it was all green stuff. And I don't know, do they know that the pyramids are in Cairo? Is that correct? Yep. So, did the pyramids happen? Then everyone disappeared there, and then Cairo rose up because they're just nomadic, right? In that area, there's always been people there from the time the pyramids were to today. There wasn't a period where no, no, but isn't Ky- Cairo's like a major city, and it's right beside the pyramids? Like it's like a ten minute drive to the edge of the city, isn't it? But is it like five hundred years old or something? What Cairo? I'm gonna find out right now. Anyways, I don't, I don't really get what your point is. I wasn't sure. Either. Well, just the, the documentation. Like some of these places, there's no one there yet. Or, or, or but Egyptians have been there the whole time. Well, and they're and they're wrong about this. I I just want to know the motive, or if it's just they're too committed to their work that they're making this out. Mm-hmm. Well, come on, I don't think it's a, and it helps the debate again. I don't think there's a motive. I think it's just like I said. I think you know someone fifty years ago dug up a bunch of shit and. Said it was this old and they're sticking to it. Well, not only that, they used the technology they had at the time and the technology said it's most likely this old given whatever carbon dating. The the parts where your mushroom thing falls apart, just to go back to that for the last, because sure. then we should talk about more recent UFOs because that's what I think Foley was into. Sure. Um, there's a lot of evidence through the actual things that they built that we have no un- no understanding of the technology that they were using. Like it wasn't. Um, yeah, but I've you and I have had this conversation where there's nothing to do with mushrooms. There, you know what I mean. That that's real life, physical. Like, how the fuck did they do this? Yeah, I, I yeah, think so you're making a separation between mushrooms and like it's. But Simon, it's my not point, a thing. My point, like you, you were could, to say. unless they're building like lasers on the mushrooms. Yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. No, but Simon, I think that's possible. So the, okay. the big, if, it, if they're doing it all the time, sorry. The big sorry. argument that you're making is, first of all, is less. Well, we can leave the aliens in, but it's the argument you're making is that there was an advanced civilization that obviously got wiped out. Is, correct. Correct. Okay. So there's no reason for you to believe then that just because they were building stone structures, that they didn't have something. 
that we still to this day haven't figured out. Because if they got wiped out, like we have evolved the way we have by figuring out shit the way we did, they might have actually figured something out in the simplest way that we just... Because we figured out other ways around it, we never would have figured that out. You know what I mean? Like necessity is yeah. the mother of all invention. Here's my problem though. If they... Um if you have these people who are so brilliant that that they could build a, a society up to that point at that time, their records are still destroyed, whatever, or filled know, with gods and just shit that you would think at that point they would have done. No, because you well, no, well. Why? You're talking about 10,000 years ago. There are no scripts from 10,000 years ago. They haven't found... you. What script have they found from 10,000 years ago? The Dead Sea Scrolls, I think, is the oldest shit, is it? I, yeah, I don't, I I don't so. know I don't anything know about it, that. But, dates back from... Um, but what I'm saying Yeah, yeah, is, no, I, I see what you're saying. They don't have a record of that civilization that would have been wiped out. Precisely. But, right, because the point is the that civilization would have been wiped out and it's survivors would have been left to work with the new precisely people and they would have passed on whatever so so then at that point i guess the ancient aliens contention would be that the original society was uh visited by aliens who got the original um listen i i don't i don't believe in that like i don't know what i believe in there i haven't but Let's bring up, up my mind I want to bring up a good point, too, that I think Greenberg made, or maybe it was Foley and Greenberg together, but Greenberg said it later on in the episode. He was like, in the movies, they always, it's like the alien shows up at the White House and like wants to talk to the president. But like, yeah. what makes you think, like, we don't try to communicate with ants was what he said. Yeah. Just because like, we don't, we wouldn't even know where to start. What makes us think, like, I guess my contention to you is if aliens came, found us, landed here. They're going to teach us how to cut big rocks and build pyramids. It's It just seems... Now, again, we don't... I'm not done. We don't understand their... We wouldn't understand their thinking or their logic. Do you know what I mean? Maybe there's a reason behind the rocks, but I just like... I don't know. What do you think, Kamar? I think it's like either they were trying to get to the aliens building these huge structures or maybe the aliens came down and told them you need to do this to uh like so we can so we can uh power ideas to you or what and I I don't I just the difference between coming down and just dimensional I understand where you're at with the dimensional shit. It's it's, it's right here. But the dimensional doesn't discount the whole alien theory either. I think it probably I'm not discounting it. I'm I'm, I'm balls deep in the aliens. Hold on, hold on. Better to be balls deep in alien than an alien balls deep in you. Kamar's dimensional thing at least makes sense in that like, okay, think about this. Let's say a thousand years from now, we have figured out how to travel at the speed of light and we can get anywhere in the universe. And we travel the entire universe and eventually we find a planet that has alien inhabitants that are less advanced than us. Are we going to land there and build a building for them and show them how to build a building? I, I guess if maybe Matt, maybe they wanted something on earth and it but was I'm just in their, a hy- It's the hypothetical. I, I, I'm hy- hypothesizing yeah, okay. with you. Maybe they needed something on earth and it was in their best interest to keep the inhabitants happy. Well, they took what they needed. So they built these pyramids or had them built the pyramids for them so they could have a place to land their spaceship. Like it could be that, that simple, right? I'm down with that. Like, I'm down with that. Again, I don't know. 
I don't know. But let's let's move on to more recent stuff about. Well, no, uh, but let's just stay on okay, this for one sorry. second. Yep, I yeah, just, go. I, I, again, like, a, the Kamar's thing works because there's no intergalactic space travel, which we know takes an insane amount of technology and time. So the argument, again, for me, the biggest glaring one would be, like you always say, why? If they... Uh, okay, well... That guy, I forget his name now, but he's the one who wrote about the Anasazi and... Um, uh, Maybe the Anunnaki? The Anunnaki and I think the Anasazi. I think it's in the These same... These are aliens. In the same story. Um, what, L. Ron Hubbard? <laughs> no, it's uh, his name starts with an S. Anyways, his whole contention is that they came here for the gold and they created human beings to do all the work to mine the gold for them. <laughs> I don't believe that, but again, that's just if you're looking for an answer to that question. I mean, that could be it. They could have a totally um, nefarious uh, plot going here, and they're just doing the real long con, you know? Sure, sure. Um, I, I here's the problem. Though, with, well, no, wait. One thing. I guess the the biggest problem with all the alien shit is that, like, like this Paul Greenberg guy said, we still look at it all like, what would we do? Yeah, maybe I don't know, but you, you but maybe that's saying. the like, wrong way to look at it. Maybe the way we think about anything is so stupid. That's what I'm because saying because we're apes. We should start. And talking they to would the look at it in a totally different way. They would say, "Of course, we're going to study these people. Of course, we're going to help these people. Why wouldn't we?" The ants are amazing. We want to learn everything we possibly can about the ant. Like who knows? You know. Like I was thinking about the other day. I was like, if I was an alien and I wanted to study humans, I wouldn't land here. I would create dogs. And that's it. You'd probably create a simulation and you'd run it 70,000 million times until you got the answers you were looking for. So, (laughs) I mean, that's... But to Kamar's point, listen, if, if if there are actually aliens who are coming from galaxies far away, they've learned how to fold time and jump through space. Like, that's where some of these things fall apart for me too because... Why are they building uh, things to land their spaceships on? Like they obviously have teleportation that's, that's, that's and all like, of that shit. And you know? they could extract the gold just again. Some way. I they think there. I, I think there are there are holes. I it, my thing is there are some serious mysteries. There are some really weird um, things in the in the history. And all I'm saying is you can't just say 2,500 years, let's move on, right? Like, well, we have to. The world is full of mysteries and we have to be open to them all. Yeah, but Simon, to say we're open to them, like, without without unearthing a, a fucking plethora of shit, it actually doesn't matter that much. Right. That's where I'm at. But if tomorrow, right? Totally agree, Matt. If tomorrow. Um, like we know that the government said they were never studying UFOs. That that was not something they were doing. Just last year, we found out absolutely they were. Um, so they they lied about that. Let's say they lied about Roswell. Let's say they did find an alien spacecraft. If we found that out tomorrow, 
we would have to go back in history and look at everything totally differently. So, but we wouldn't. This we, we wouldn't say let's stop making iPhones. Let's stop all this stuff and get to the bottom of this. You know no, I mean? no, 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 no. My point is, then the ancient aliens theories start holding some water because you would go back to the the Bible or whatever ancient thing you want to look at, and you would say, okay, well, we know aliens exist, so. They were probably around back then. Oh. I think these guys brought it up, but obviously Alex brought it up too, but the the human psyche can't handle it. Cannot handle this information. Or maybe we can. Well, it's just, Listen, I don't Their think, motive is they think we can't. I don't think the Alex, aliens or the government. The government. That's what we have to do. I don't think Alex Jones's audience could handle that. To find out there are aliens? Yeah. I don't, I don't think anyone on the planet could. And that we people are talking and working with them right now like it's or maybe not, or maybe aliens really exist, I th- and they only came back then. Or maybe I I, 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 I want to state my position. I think aliens exist. I'm not arguing with you or anything. You, I know I don't know. So he, he he likes aliens. He agrees with the aliens, but we did not go to the moon. Maybe they, in those ages of civilizations, they blasted off those pyramids to go to the moon. That's well, possible. Well, there better chance than there's us getting a very there. interesting story about the uh, the Indians, like um, from India, whatever that ancient civilization was. They all had, I think they called them bodhisattvas, and they were like these spaceship type things that took their god to the sky. And when you look at all their temples, the top of their temples look like the pictures that the drawings that they have of these things. It's just all very uh, interesting. You know, very but, interesting. Uh, my problem is the answers. We'll never, I'll never know. You, you might though. That's yeah, what I'm saying. So you Simon, might. there's also, you could, if, if a, a civilization was super advanced and they couldn't bend time, but they instead figured out a way to, like we've seen in the movies, a shitload, uh, like go into some sort of stasis chamber so that you could travel the galaxy and never. So like, let's say the three of us, they put us in a stasis chamber and they shoot us out into the galaxy and 10,000 years from now, we land somewhere, and then we wake up, and we're the same age. So <clears throat> in that scenario, there's an argument that the aliens might have come from a super faraway place, landed here 10,000 years ago, dug up some shit, built some pyramids, showed us some shit, and then went home to report, and then could be on their way back. Or we are the aliens. I'm not sure. Or squids are the aliens, or who yeah. the fuck, whatever. Do I believe? No, but I, I, I don't I, care. I mean, that's interesting. But you see my point? That was what I was saying. Was it, it, we know that like to get to Mars, it takes like two, three years. Yeah, but, it is. but we just all agreed that if aliens are coming, they're probably jumping through wormholes and shit. So. No, but what I said to you is if we deaded that idea and said that no one could ever come through wormholes, that just wasn't possible, but they had figured out a way to travel pretty fast and... So they would have come anciently and they'd be still driving back. Well, I'm just back. saying they're still, they're still going back. That's my point to you. Yes. But so then what do we say about, okay, so I like that. So you're agreeing with the ancient aliens now. I'm just saying, <laughs> well, no, I'm trying to play devil's advocate for both sides here. Um, so what do, that's one. So what do we, um, what do we think about modern UFO sightings then? Like what's going on there? That's all just fugazi because well, there's well no it was this one that they they brought up the footage right yeah and the guys have the the lock did you, on did you watch it of course yeah did you watch it Matt no. okay what did you think Kamar unless it's a motive or it's a setup I thought it was something that they don't know what happened and then it did something it 
impossible to do and the 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 dialogue of the the dude in the plane was like what the fuck is that like yeah so i think i I believe it's it is on i think that was one of the things that to the stars academy got released tom Um, delong's hard work delong's hard work yep yeah again it's not so inexplicable stuff so makes life cool. I think Dave Foley, just the whole thing about I my prediction is that he is doing some documentary or something, or he will be about the idea that by making fun of people who see UFOs, it's like planting a false flag. Yeah, yeah. Right? That's his his contention for that's what I think he's up to, which is a very interesting idea. When he Do says, you see what I'm saying? reasoning Kamar? by why people dispute it or, or try to. Um, no, no, and, he's saying, he was saying like. They make fun a, of it or he was belittle saying like, it. As a comedian, they've done the world a disservice throughout the years by being politically driven to make fun of certain things, be it, you know, whatever. Which the ridicule says, well, let's not look into that. It's just a joke. That's yeah. it. It's Precisely. a joke. Yeah. It's Which like, would be a sigh off. These people are crazy. That's uh, yeah. so example. Okay, and I just started thinking about we this the other the day. Okay, that wasn't the example. But I was that's a good example. Mm-hmm. I was going to say the crop circles in <laughs> England. Okay. Yeah. So the crop circles were going on. It was like happening, you know, often, 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 and um, but they have been going on for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Like that. That was just like a wave of them happening. Anyways, point is some of them were so intricate, like ridiculous geometric patterns. When you go and look at them online, they're crazy. Yeah. So then those two guys admit to making them with the board. I've seen that mm-hmm. where they take yeah. the board with the rope yeah. and they just the, step the corn there's down. A, there's a whole thing about it. They, and they use the row and the corn to not break corn in between. That's correct. Yeah. They, they explained exactly how they did it. Um, they showed which ones they did. They even went out one night and did it on demand. You know what I mean? So, but what if, yeah, they did those ones, but they didn't do the other 600. So maybe that's a false flag that the government was planting. You see what I'm saying? They get these guys to admit that it was all Fugazi. So then everybody's like, okay, well then they're all Fugazi because obviously these guys admitted it. Fugazi's. Oh, <laughs> uh, run up the tab today. Um, but what, what's the one thing they were talking about that you can see from space? Some sort of line or the something? The Nazca lines you can see from space. That's kind of crazy. Um, like how you know what this is going to look like because you can't. You can never see it on Earth. Well, they were saying what it because it is a you picture. Can see, or something. You can see it from the air. But back then, no one flew, or did they fly? Well, like, how one, would they see it? One of the contentions is that this group of people had hot air balloons. But then they were like, well, how come that doesn't show up in any of the things we find about them, you know? Exactly. I right. So who knows, Kamara? Like, who knows? I wish every five seconds we could play the theme from X-Files. All I know is that this podcast is beginning to sound a lot like the Alex Jones one. But the false flags. Oh, my God. The false flags is an interesting idea to me, you know, like through humor and through ridicule. You um, you force people to not believe something wow. because it just goes. It's just a, the exact same shit as the Russian meme farms. It's the exact meme farms, right? Yes, it's exactly. The exact same, but it's totally. If you argue more like vehemently, you give it more credit, right? No, that's not true because of this, 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 and this. Well, it, it's arguable, but if you say, "Yeah, it's, it's ridiculous," it's, it's not even worth discussing. I don't know. Yeah. 
Guys, do you have more Foley, Simon? Because we're at like we're we're gonna be we're pushing it. Yeah, I mean, I just have so much. Well, so go, no, go. no, 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 no. Like, I think we have to stop. Well, no, at do, some do you have point, some juicy? So. What other alien? Because this is your time to shine, buddy. We're letting you fucking go here. It was what you wanted, bro. Okay, yeah. well, talk amongst yourself for a second and let me formulate. No, okay, Simon, yeah. uh, closing Simon's statements. A little verklempt. I'll say for the record, though, that. Oh. Uh, Sorry, sorry. Go ahead, Kamara. Cairo was created in nineteen nine six nine A.D., so that makes Cairo one thousand fifty years old. So founded, founded the city, city of Cairo. Yeah. Okay. That, what does that mean to us, though? Well, that's only a thousand four fifty before the pyramids, if their timeline. What he's saying is the city of Cairo. He's Kamara's basically saying they built the pyramids in the middle of the. Well, there wasn't a desert then. It was plush green. But there was no city there. They just built them in the middle of... Or there were cities there that are like... But no, there was a city because the Hanging deep, Gardens, were, weren't they there too? The let's just gardens? say there were, there were cities back then. <laughs> there were cities. They didn't just build... The, they had shit around the, where the pyramids were, I'm pretty sure. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But We are again, the worst historians. So, the Canada's 150 years old. Cairo's... A thousand. Years. I just the numbers. Well, but but Kamar Gobekli Tepe is twelve thousand years old. People on, were also- making giant giant things with crazy sculptures that were on relief on the stone, meaning they chipped the stone out. But hold on, he said it's uh, unbelievable. Listen. He's in Canada's 150 years old. There were people here. Oh, yeah. And there were people there. They think that the Vikings came here. Like, they found Viking settlements in um, they Nova never, Scotia. Did they ever build any pyramids or anything? The Vikings? They did other weird things, but they not pyramids. They fucked the pyramids. Mm. That's what they did. Um, okay, but... Uh, oh, yeah. So, did you guys... Um, have you ever seen that... Uh, I Again, I don't remember where it is. I think it might be somewhere in uh, the Middle East, but it's... They found a tomb of some ancient guy in some civilization, and he, um, the the drawing on the top of his sarcophagus thing, looks like a spaceman. Have you ever seen that? You haven't. Okay. Sorry. It it does. It like it I, literally I, I, looks I, like he's sitting in this it. cockpit, and he's got like all these little levers and shit around him, and like it's. It's just interesting. Yeah, I don't but know. That stuff, I'd rather I'd rather look at it like a J.J. Abrams, like we went back, like we sent someone back in time. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> well, that's the ultimate, I guess, right? Well, like we figure it out and then we send well, if someone back. If we can figure out time travel, then I can get to find out what Egypt looked like there if I'm the lucky guy. Like I would not. But the, I, that'd the, be the first thing I did on. before killing Hitler. Because now we're going down a big wormhole because that's the paradox is that <laughs> if we figured out time travel, we could send someone back to change, and everything changes. But did you know what I mean? He drop he drops and teaches some fucking ancient Mexican civilization like pyramids. Love it. Uh, okay, I don't know. How so you guys we did it, are the it. aliens. There you go. Like, I love it. it. That's it. We figured. Um, it out. Crack the code. <laughs> so so just to bring Joe back into this whole. Thing oh yeah, he for was a there. second. He was there. Yeah, Joe. He was, you know, he likes to pretend that he believes. You could see, like, he was so right into this whole thing, and then with has Alex Jones on, so that's a whole other story. But he was so into this, like, when they started talking about Roswell, you could tell he had like it was all coming back, you know. It, well, it's more life is more interesting if you don't dismiss that stuff and think it's, it's all bullshit. And I gotta uh, get on my life. It's so more sorry, I just uh, you don't believe that we went to the moon. I don't believe this uh, current right, but do you society? Do you, so you do believe in space? Yeah, like 
Okay. He's not okay. a flat earther. Perfect. What was no, I watching perfect, the other day? Perfect, perfect, perfect. I was watching these, you know those uh, videos on YouTube where they just so crazy shit. These guys send a balloon way up, and I'm pretty sure I could see a curve. <laughs> so, <laughs> so Bigfoot, I'm pretty, like, I would love that to be real, but I'm pretty sure that it's not. You know what I mean? Like, I just... That one, I, I have a lot harder time believing. There's just not enough credible kind what of a, evidence to What about me. if a bear fucked a gorilla? And then you get like the Yeti. Yeah, bear. no. I, so I, it's possible. But they can't fuck. But Simon. You know this. Aliens is at least plausible because you're like, there's so much space out there. Well, they and, could there, be, and there's a lot more of what you would want to call evidence. No, but fuck evidence. Just on, you could at least say they, they could be anywhere. Yeah. Where are these things? Unless the Earth interstellar time traveler Bigfoot or something. I'm also think about it. We have how many satellites circling the Earth that can zoom in on a penny? You'd think yeah. one of them would have picked up on Bigfoot think. taking a shit in you the would woods. Think. But you know what would have been a great false flag? Oh my god! That whole Bob Hieronymus um, admission of guilt that he was wearing the Bigfoot costume, but he was put up to but it. But again, what's the government I'm just, cover uh, up there? Uh, that there are big feet that, that we create there are big, we created bigfoot and now they're trying to hide him in the woods well no it would be the, the aliens that had created bigfoot and then they'd have to oh uh, my god uh, i'm really concerned i'm getting just, concerned you're yeah. the even keel bro yeah. yeah how are you gonna argue the moon landing with <laughs> sorry, this guy sorry sorry i'm so i don't I'm even so, know where we're gonna go i'm with so <laughs> deep in the ancient aliens Jesus. like i'm being bombarded every day with a new fucking theory no, but you're you're about to go crazy and contradict the, yourself and the way two the, Episodes. No, no, I was just playing devil's advocate there. The way the no, no, the these ancient alien shows the way they do it, like it's it's meant to convince you, right? And they say things over again, and they repeat things. It's all very um, formulaic. Yeah, they want you to they want you to believe. Maybe that's sure. a, maybe that's well, a that's false called. Uh, but this that, is that's called, what anything. No, no, that's called. This uh, is hilarious. I listened hypnosis. to. Yeah, I listened to sub, su, suggestion. I That's yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, Darren I, Brown. Darren I listened Brown, to Darren a Brown. podcast the other last night actually about the flip side. It was a archaeologist who came on to dispute the ancient. I wanted to see what a real guy was saying, and the very this is crazy. And this is just one dude, so I'm sure this isn't the belief of everybody. But his first argument was against ancient aliens was that it's racist. Because when they talk about white ancient cultures, they're always talking about like Stonehenge and things like that being, being a conduit to the aliens, like a, 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 a way to communicate type of deal. Or, and when they're talking about the dark uh, ancient civilizations, the South American, and it's always um, they were building things to kill people. Uh, I don't, I don't know. There's some racism involved. I was like, really? This is the, the first argument you want to go with to prove your point against ancient aliens? Well, yeah, Stonehenge is pretty unimpressive compared to everything else. Well, the whole thing about stone, yeah, it's it's um, no, it is not. If you look into no, it's um, it's amazing, it's amazing, but it's more amazing not, than the pyramids. No, not even close. But it was made by white guys, so they say, yeah, this is the best. But it wasn't the best. I don't know. I don't no, know. But Kamar, ancient Stonehenge, structures. Stonehenge has like a bunch of like if you go there on Easter at the equinox or oh, whatever. Listen, the sun lines up perfectly. It's with, it's supposed so to do these, so these pyramids in Mexico it's and stuff. It's supposed to represent the solar system. How did they know where the planets were? How did they know the 
alignments of the planets. Like I don't think they mentioned that they more mentioned the ancient civilizations. The um, Dude, speaking of, we we, we kind of glanced over it too, but like ooh, Dave Foley yeah. talking about the railroads in time too. Think about it. I know it was it's it's a pope that's uh, that they say invented it, but I'm sure he just stole it from someone. But think about it. someone had to think up the calendar. Like you had to take the time to like. And the Mayans had the craziest days. calendar ever, where it was all to do with the the stars. Like, and, and, but I'm talking it. about our our modern calendar. Like, imagine the work that goes into that. Yeah, well, I think that we actually get that from like a, it was a long pope. time ago, right? Yeah, it was a pope. That and it, if you consider that it. the call me out on it, Mayan yeah, calendar, sure it might even be older. The well, Mayan calendar. Pope, what do you mean older than? Well, because we get our calendar from like, um, I don't know. Hallmark? Maybe uh, Jesus's time. I have no idea. Like, uh, I don't know. But in reference we to the Mayan calendar. Time. Well, from like. Uh, I have to Google it now. Last time, last time. In reference to the Mayan calendar, yeah. it ended. Yeah. 2012. 2012. It was supposed to end. So maybe but our calendar will end. Hold on a second. If you want to really look at that, like they start their calendar in like the year 3000 or something, you know what I mean? Like it, it's the way it, it really wasn't 2012 when it was all supposed to end. But we can't say their calendar is less legitimate than our calendar. No, I'm not saying that. Um, I'll say it. Their calendar is less. Legitimate one, than our one of the things I wanted to mention was, so in this stupid ancient alien show, they were talking about, um, one of the episodes is aliens and dinosaurs. So I'm like, okay, let's see what this is all about, you know? And most of it was like bo- stupid cracker, dummies, crackpot crack pot stuff. But um, one thing was that one tribe had this um, uh, picture of, or a, a etching of what looks like a stegosaurus. Like it looks exactly like a stegosaurus. So you're like, okay, well, what did they maybe find bones totally intact? Because you know, when we put bones together now of dinosaurs that we find bones, it's fossil. Is that what you said? Is that what you were getting at? No, I was going to get at, um, it's it's very hard for us. They don't find bones. Yeah. They don't find bones. It's very hard for us to put them all together to build the dinosaur. Like it's, yeah, it's, it's not a lot an of easy task. Yeah. So to expect these ancient people to do it would have been probably much harder. All I'm saying is, so they have this picture of, the, of what appears to be a stegosaurus. So then I started thinking though, um, we know that the, the dinosaurs time was so long, like the T-Rex and the stegosaurus never actually lived in the same time. They were more separated. Do we know that? Than us and the T-Rex. Like that's how long the dinosaurs time was. And they know that because they found one fossil that's one age and the other fossil. However the fuck the scientists found that out, Kamar, it's not ancient alien people. It's real scientists found that out. It's still important detail. I think the point Kamar might be getting at, I hope he is, I'm going to cut you off, is you're telling me that they know that the Stegosaurus wasn't around when the T-Rex was, but there might be a civilization that we don't know about 10,000 years ago. That's exactly what I'm saying. How do they know anything? Well, this is way, way, way... <laughs> Why the further back do you go, the more you have <laughs> I don't know. actually a little more insight into it. I, I don't know I mean, how... No offense to archaeologists who do fossils, but I don't what know. do you know? I don't know, how, I don't know how they know that, but that's not, again, that's not, a, that's not an ancient aliens concept. That's a recognize what we believe scientists believe. So and the scientists if believe you wanted, 2000... If you wanted, right. They're so, all wrong. Okay. Okay. 
Can I just get to my point? Yes, Sorry, my bad, that was my, my fault. Don't my get mad at him. Don't scold him. Don't get mad at him. Don't All scold I him. was saying was, if that's the case, and there was that much separation between the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus, or whatever the two dinosaurs were, and we know, they also know that ancient Egypt, 2,500 years ago, when ancient Egypt was around, there was an island somewhere in the world that had woolly mammoths on it. So maybe that time crossed over with that time and they, you know, killed the very last stegosaurus or something. I'm, I'm giving you something besides aliens, you know, they, oh, it was the evil day is <laughs> whatever. All right. Hold on. I got a Jamie moment before we move on here. Uh, the Gregorian calendar is the most widely used civil calendar in the world. It is named after Pope Gregory the 13th, who introduced it in October of 1582. That's amazing. He was probably visited by aliens. <laughs> but think about it, dude. He had to. Th- he had to fucking the calendar spaces leap years to make the average year three hundred sixty-five point two four two five days long. But that, that all has fucked. to do with like the tilt of the the Earth, right? That tiny little. Um, yeah, it's the tropical year that is determined by the Earth's revolution around the sun. But, right, right, but the leap year. Okay, yeah, okay, sorry. Just sorry. the fact they were sitting around and said, you know, we got to get some more organization. We found out. I don't know what day it is. We found out now <laughs> this that. This is what I'm getting at, Kamar. It's a Friday. We found out now that as the world turns, there's like a tiny little tilt to it. I forget what it's called. Okay, and it's like, but it's happening. They Again, the scientists know this. They knew this in ancient times. They have like they find things that show that they knew that too. That's just weird. Like mm-hmm. that they would be able to know that. It's all crazy to it's me. It's all crazy. Listen, the fact that anyone, the the fact that anyone seven hundred years ago figured fucking anything out is beyond me. Living in a shit hut and dying of syphilis instantly. Like I just don't. The fact it's nuts. It's crazy. Crazy. I agree. The whole thing is fucking crazy. That we are a giant ball sitting in space. No, we are a pizza. You can fly anywhere. (laughs) Here we go. Um, Okay, a couple of last things that have nothing to do with aliens that were interesting from this podcast, and then we can move on. Did you guys ever notice the arrow in the FedEx logo? I had never noticed that. Yeah, bro. I noticed everything. Blew my fucking mind. I noticed everything they said. Okay, that blew my mind. The Ford thing, too. When they said that, I was like, the Ford squiggle. I was actually disappointed that Joe didn't know the arrow. I don't okay. know why they you know knew, that. You knew the arrow? Yeah, there's well, there's a logo. The there's a logo documentary with all those. Okay, well, I Did should you not I play that? watch that. You and I used to play that app game too, yeah. though. Yeah, but that has nothing to do with that. I never saw the Ford oh, Swiggle, though. Yeah. That puts the whole logo, and you have to say what the logo is. I mean, I knew it was Yeah, FedEx. but you have to pay attention. I don't know oh, I guess I would... you're right, because it would just come up as like a That's logo saying, with nothing right? else. Yeah. I just wasn't paying okay. attention. I never saw the Ford Swiggle, though. I did. They talk about suicide for a second, and just one thing that was... Interesting. That made me think for a second, because I guess uh, he must have been pretty close at one point, Foley. Close to Brody Stevens? Killing himself. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but he they talked about Brody on this episode because Dave Foley brings it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says it's the most rational decision that you think you can make at that point. Yeah. Which just, to me, like, obviously, you can't put yourself in those shoes, but... Can't imagine being at that point that this like that, is that's all I can the do. most rat that... like nothing else. I don't know. It's just well, it's obviously, crazy. How many I, people kill themselves in a year? Like lots of people get to that point. I hate to bring it back to this, and it's super morbid, but it really it, it's one of the things that makes me just believe in the simulation that much more. 
the fear of what? death. Well, just because think about it, like you, they want you. If it is a simulation that you want it to run properly, you have to keep people alive in it, right? They have to want to stay alive. They have to fear death. They have to not want to. It's my breath. Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. You're turning into the guy from the family guy. You're, tur- you're turning into the fucking pedophile. Dude, man. I was like. And I knew what it was. I'm like, should I tell him? Like, <laughs> no, I heard it. I was like, I was like, it'll go away. And then, Power I saw Simon's, and then I saw Simon's face. And I was like, oh, Simon's oh, genuinely concerned oh about God. this noise. Yeah, sorry. That's I thought my it was wheeze. coming out of my mind. No, no, that's my wheeze. <laughs> Let me just take a deep breath. Yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, no, you have to fear. You know what I mean? Like. It's the motivation to keep it going. It, no, it's it's a very interesting concept, Matt. Because if if you if the argument was once you die, you're out of the simulation, and then you can just go on to whatever. Then imagine if you killed yourself, and you're like, oh my god, right? Like I could just. It's like calling. It's like in Vanilla Sky when you just yell for. Uh, I could have just started again, you <laughs> cock sucking motherfucker. I've been grinding it out That's for it. this many motherfucking years. Yeah, maybe like, there's some percentage of people that kill themselves with that. Thinking plan. that maybe not. Not I, I can't do it again. I think I think I can do it again. And what's the what's the worst that's gonna happen if that's not the case? If you're already so unhappy, you the know people that love you will be I very upset. Yeah, no, I I think it's terrible. I do not advocate that at all. That's not what I'm getting. No, at. we do we do not recommend suicide. No, I'm not advocating it, but I'm experience. saying it, it to me makes me think like, again, it just, just the whole thing simulation. is weird, but it's just another, the fact that our, our brain, the brain inside our head is Has so a self-destruct mode. It can go into is well that, but is so it, it's fucking magic. Y- mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We can't even explain the way the brain really works. We don't understand what the soul is. We like, we Dude, have, we no, don't know what consciousness is. We have this, zero idea. This is, exa- no this idea. is exactly what I'm saying. You just said that we, you just said that we know there were fucking pterodactyls flying around <laughs> a million years ago and we don't have a fucking clue Again, what I, consciousness I, is. I was There's only no reason to play football whatsoever. Somebody smarter no. than me told me that. No, but you, you know, know what I'm getting mean? at. No, I do. Um, it's crazy what can happen to the brain, though. Like that woman who gets the accent. It's the most absurd thing ever. Right, gets the Chinese accent. You've seen that woman, Kamar? She's a white No, British they talked woman. about it, I thought. Well, they talked about... Someone not, could speak a different language not or something. Her. No, no. Well, this, Tom Segura does no, no. a bit about she, it. Oh, does he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. No, no. She gets like a... She's a white woman who starts talking she's british with a, a because of a concussion japanese or something? accent or whatever dude she gets she gets hit the, she gets hit in the head okay. i think she goes into a coma she's like a straight up like scouser like she goes for oh, a bar. she's like fuck me mate i can't do it i don't know what it's like she gets hit on the head she comes out of a kamara like oh there's a thing down on the street there. it just tweaked and a dude, little they're interviewing her and they she goes I've uh, never left uh, China. I've never left Great Britain, and they're like, "You've never left." I've never been to China, and her—it's insane. It's, it's terrible. Almost, it's, it's a Chinese accent, not speaking I, yeah, Chinese. I laughed. No, she can't. That she too, can't speak Chinese. That's no, weird. She that speaks too. English yeah. with a Chinese accent, or Cantonese. Since, yeah, oh, um, it's absurd. How how deep are we in here, Matt? Deep. <laughs> oh, dude. Let me just say this. Too deep to talk about Roswell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let yeah. me just let me just for the listeners out there. We sat down this week with a game plan. After the last couple of weeks, we specifically were like, we're going to have to cut some fat. We're going to have to just decide on certain topics from certain episodes and just quickly grind those you out. You should have just let me talk and not argued any of the ancient <laughs> yeah, alien right. points. We could have breezed through Hold them. Hold on, but I'm just telling the listeners. <laughs> so we sat down like an hour and six minutes ago and said, okay, so we'll maybe do like a half hour on Foley and then 15 on this one. We're an hour and seven minutes in. 
I'm so sorry. So no Roswell. We'll save it for another day. I, I don't even know why there there could be crossover coming up. Like, oh, we're gonna oh, get to okay. Roswell. Like, oh, like, yeah. like, oh terrific. I, I think we're half the time we're talking like more than ancient stuff. Wow, it's yeah. all interesting. Listen, but I don't even know if they talked about agent stuff. That was just what I'm interested. We're about to talk about Mexico for like five minutes, and then we're about to fuck the ass off of every conspiracy theory ever and known aliens. to man. Yeah, this is yeah. gonna get ugly. Oh, it's. I mean, I just want to say um, it's weird that uh, Dave Foley was like a total booze hound and had that bad accident. Yeah, that's. And weird. maybe he's only here in this good place because of that. And it cured his depression. Mm-hmm. When he fell and hit his head. Well, he also stopped drinking. <laughs> yeah, I think that might add a lot more. <laughs> that helps. But do you remember that night I walked out in front of the standard there and just chipped on my feet with my hands in my pocket? Oh, and yeah, you went down. And I fell so flat hard. on my head. Did man. you quit drinking after that? No. Mm. Well, don't forget, I've been in a coma and I uh, fell flat on my face and never had, a, never got drunk again after that. I have many scars to show. Uh yeah well but no when Dave Foley was talking about it I was like I I know exactly where this guy's at it's close to home yeah either way we'll move on I'm I'm just glad he's doing well yeah he seemed like he was doing well love Dave Foley nice, oh yeah nice to have Paul on there <laughs> rate rate the episode Canadian silent. treasure uh rate the uh, it's a five for you we know that this episode has to be a four four well, point eight point nine 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 didn't we already oh that was for the week this episode is a four have you done this podcast a four before? Just don't try to intro a four point nine 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 influences vote go. i'm not i yeah that's I it i mean obviously i loved it this is a four would have been a five but we had yeah, a little Paul extra meat there, there. Okay. <laughs> and uh yeah uh i'll give it a four that okay. was a good episode. And final thoughts on either of these two? Okay. I sorry. go ahead. No, no. Woo! <laughs> so popular this new final thoughts. Well, I, I just know I'd never jump in, and I whatever. I, Dave Foley's awesome. Yeah, love, love kids in the hall. Love them. If you're American and you're younger and you don't know what kids in the hall is, it might be over your head. You never know. It's older, but it's fucking hilarious. And I the, remember the it being movie so is funny. very funny. Brain candy, isn't that what it's called? Oh That's my hilarious. god, I forgot about the fucking movie. Dude, do you remember the cab driver? The drug. It's made from monkey cum. <laughs> <laughs> they give the monkey some sort of freaky animal porn like a pig fucking a dog. And it, it masturbates. Remember the chicken lady? Yeah, of course. Straight from her body onto my plate. <laughs> my favorite line is, uh, Merry Christmas, Mom. So I heard Dad died. <laughs> <laughs> One of the best lines from the show was uh, when two of them are lying in bed playing like the older couple and they're arguing. <laughs> and I can't remember the line, the lead up, but he's like, they're talking about the, the, the meal the mom made. And he goes, your mother would salt fish from the Dead Sea. I don't know why, but that line has stuck with me for 20 plus years. It was so ahead of its time, too. It's with, a fitting movie, with, dude. What um, were you just talking about? With, the uh, interdimensional drugs, DMT. Oh, no, no. I was going to say the show with them all dressing up like ladies and like it oh, was yeah. very oh, free yes, and yes, yes. Open. Progressive, progressive. And uh, yeah. Yeah, it's safe to say it wouldn't have flown on American TV. I, I highly doubt it. Mm. I mean, we could talk another half hour about yeah. uh, news radio. Final, radio yeah. final, talked about that final oh, thoughts on uh, Greenberg. He seemed fine. I had yeah, no problem I, with him. I had no problem. I'd like to see him and Dave's dynamic without Joe. I'm gonna. Sort of like, I'm gonna listen to an episode of the podcast. I'll get back. Well, to like, you. what if they talk about aliens all the time? I would love it. That'd be fair. But I don't think they do. I listen to alien podcasts. What do I need these guys for? Yeah. Okay. 
All right, uh, we got to move on. Uh, I assume we're not going to spend a lot of time on this guy, and I also know for a fact that you misspelled his name. His name is not Lone Grillo. It's I O A N. Oh, that's yeah. an I. Okay. Yeah. No, no. Kamar told me L, but oh, I can see okay. it. My note yeah. says it's I O. I am. Uh, so twelve fifty three. Yon. Yeah. Yon Grillo. 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 But again, he's fucking English. Yeah, so it's he's not, not Mexican. <laughs> yeah. Not only is he English, he sounded like Ali G, or like he was from the same neighborhood that Ali G was supposed to be from. I thought he more sounded like uh, who is the butler in Batman? Alfred. Yeah, but who's the actor? Michael Michael Caine. Mike Michael Caine. Michael Caine. I thought he's been think, up for that. Think he sounded like Michael Caine? Literally, like a young Michael Caine. Sometimes you gotta make a choice. <laughs> I think that was him, man. Very no, he, to me, he sounded more his. I gotta say, his Spanish was fucking. I know he lives in Mexico, but when he spoke for the, eighteen years, no, but for, when he spoke the Spain, the Spain Spanish, and then the Mexican Spanish, I was like, wow, this guy's fucking. I know he lived there eighteen years, but he didn't impress David Lee Roth. He didn't impress David. He Lee would Lee. impress oh, David yeah, Lee Roth his sure, language yeah. skills. Um, again, we spoke about this a couple weeks ago, but yeah, the the war on drugs in is just killing Mexico. I like how he said, um, uh, <laughs> it's very interesting that, <laughs> no, uh, when he was talking about uh, corruption isn't a big enough word for what goes on in Mexico. Yeah. You know, like you can't even describe it as corruption. Cause I don't think it's corruption. It it's the way it word. is down there. No, he's saying it's bigger than that. Like there's well, no listen, word when, for it. When cops are like quitting the force to become full-time criminals. Cops are training kids to decapitate people. Yeah. Like there are some problems down there, man. No, it's great. I mean, did you ever watch the Narcos Mexico? No, I, I haven't. Oh my God. Yeah. Fucking watch it. I know it's tough because of the subtitles. You have no, to like. No, it's better. Because you have to. Well, you have to bog you down. Have to yeah, you concentrate. Can't. I'm not good at paying attention. I'm good at doing two things at the no, same time. No, but the stories are so based on. Tr- it's true. It's so true. I like, will say, Narcos Mexico is like, it might it's it's like top ten television. No, no, I'm just saying though that I do a lot of my. I understand you in the studio. As yeah, I'm yeah. Painting or something. I'm just so telling you, this I is worth. Be able to hear it. And can't not can't get away with that one. Twelve yeah. hours. Okay. Unless, unless you pick up some Spanish. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, I no, find I it's better than the. Uh, Narcos Pablo because it's it's come so close to now like yeah. real time well there's a lot of weed in it Simon that's the real beauty mm-hmm. like this guy grew s- like the original so much strain weed. right no but he grew it in the desert um, you'd see it from space probably yeah they show they show actual footage did he have help from aliens yeah, who knows? I mean, this was, it'll help from a lot of cocaine. This was the biggest weed field ever on weed, record. Weed is green. I mean, but no. this guy's crazy for choosing this as a—he's nuts. Uh, well, that's, occupation. That's what Matt said last week. It was so fitting. Like, what's the most dangerous job in the world? A fucking reporter in Mexico, in Mexico, in Mexico doing and, stories and on doing the drug cartel. Yeah. You know. Well, like, and he said it. He's like, I have this friend died, this friend died, this friend died. They all died, dude. The craziest is he's like that guy that was. Uh, who what got appointed to be a judge and was like I won't be bought and they killed him six hours later well, like no it's it's lead or the silver like yes plomo plata it's it's it's, it's and so that's when I said corruption to describe it it's a different way of life uh, south of the border man like and I'm not saying it's bad or good it's just it is what it is but a lot well, no, of people but, uh, die oh it's insane the body count but it's like he said too that it's very segregated like there's spots like. He was saying in the in Yucatan, it's like insanely safe, but then there's spots in like Mexico City that are wildly safe too, and there's other spots that aren't. I mean, I feel I like know. Mexicans are like we need this to stop too. This is just the way it is. Oh no! Listen, I think if you're 
if you're a poor Mexican who it wants nothing to do with that, I think it's got to be just a nightmare, like hell. I'm sure everyone's involved, like on all levels. Like Annie's are, it's just so much more than, but not to say they're bad people or corrupt or anything. Um, I'm, I'm worried for his safety. After even listen to this, you know what I mean? For sure. I, I don't, I guess he didn't name too many names or the people who were arrested. He talked about Chapo going down. I mean, Kamar, again, it's like that. And I don't know if it's Hollywoodized, but I assume it's, there's probably realism to it in Narcos Mexico. Absolutely. When, no, but remember when he, uh, the guy's kid gets killed yeah. and he goes to the house of the guy that was like with him then sends and he sits yeah. and has the talk. Yeah. And he's like, I'm not going to kill you. I'm going to let you go. Yeah. And then goes out to the car and is like, yeah, you got to kill him. <laughs> Dude, that. That's how they roll. I know, you, but it's. You it's never so, can turn your back on one. It's, but it's it, even talking about it makes it sound racist or like. No, no. But what it, I was saying to you, Kamar, is that even the like when you're like, I think it's just a way of life. To me, I look at it like it can't be a way of life because. If your path crosses with one of those guys in any way, shape, or form, it could mean your life and your family's life. But they have a they have a total popular music where the guys with the big guitars that just yeah, sing the narco, songs yeah, narco, about the drug trade. But it, it's like it's lore. It's like country music up up here. But it's just dude. They have uh, saints of they have drug dealing. Yeah, saints they don't think shit. drugs are bad. They think drugs are how we make most of our money. I think that's racist because again, I think you're generalizing that. I don't think Mexico is a fucking huge country with a lot of people. I don't think the majority of them feel. Yeah, like I definitely that. don't think all Mexicans are drug dealers, but all Mexicans know one. Well, it's yeah, just, but it's I, just so I, everywhere. I know a drug. I know fifty drug dealers. Maybe not uh, uh, Chapos. D- did you see that footage of the people trying to get their gas in the gas main? No. Oh. So what? What happens is they they the the new thing for these. Drug cartels is not even drug cartels now. They're stealing billions of dollars of gas, he talks about. Oh, yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. And there's footage of this one in Mexico, and it's just like, it looks like a fountain in uh, Married by Children, and there's just hundreds of people with, like, basins, jugs, just collecting gas, reveling in it, like, so happy, and then uh, the thing explodes, and you just see little things, and there are people on fire running through the fields, and it's, it's insane, man. Yeah, I mean Mexico. Like I said, if we just legalize drugs, he didn't even say that as a solution. He was talking about like more social work yeah. and this sort of thing. I'm surprised he didn't say that. Did you guys mention that people just totally live around the chaos? Well, yeah. I mean, com- I, I, I th- that's the way it is. I, I, I that was my take. Not that they, I mean, they, I could never function like that, knowing that. But I guess that's I, where it, how it is in a lot of places in the world, right? Well, no. So Simon, because I assume you're not going to watch it, I'm just going to repeat it again. Sorry, listeners. There's a there's a scene in Narcos where this guy, this this drug lord's kid dies. I know. I saw. Don't repeat it. You can tell me later. No, no, no. I know. There's nothing. This drug lord's kid dies. The drug lord goes to this other kid who was with him. They're not kids. They're like 20 years old. He sits at the table at this guy's house with his family in the house, and he has this long speech, this monologue. And at the end of it, he's like, "I'm not going to kill you." He's got his gun sitting on the table. Then he walks out to the car. And he says to the guy in the car, you got to go back in and kill that guy. And all I was saying to Kamar is, because Kamar was arguing, it's just a way of life down there. What I was saying to him was, if you cross paths with these guys in any way, shape, or form, you're probably fucked. And no one wants to live that way. Remember the scene where the two fucking journalists? That's a true story. Those two journalists that were in Mexico drinking at a bar... And well, that's the cruelest side story of all because they're in the whole show that you just why they keep showing these guys. I thought they were drug dealers. Like, I couldn't figure some, it out either. Some college kids but, are coming down to score a bunch of drugs. Okay, sorry. 
But what happens to them? Sorry, oh. you didn't say that part. No, I did. He sends. Oh. He set. He goes out to the car after telling the guy he's not going to kill him. He goes out to the car. No, the reporters. The reporters. What happens to the two reporters? Oh, so these two reporters were down in Mexico writing a book. They're just there vacationing, and they build the suspense up throughout the show. Because, like Kamar said, you're like, who are these guys? What, what part do they play in this? Because they just keep showing them. They end up in a random bar in Mexico City, I believe, drinking. And the only other three people in the bar are these three narco like heavyweights, and they're all so chotched up. And they're super, one of them is super paranoid. The two white journalists get up to leave the bar. And one of the dudes just stands up and points and goes, DEA, DEA. And the guys are like, what? No, 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 no. And they beat them to death on the spot. It's it's really like gory. viciously it's crazy, it's and it's a true, and that's a hundred percent true story. And that like turned the tide because then the Americans were like, "Whoa, what what's going on down there?" Um, but uh, again, th- like that, life is so cheap that they're killing. It's insane. That scene starts so good because the the guys just got a jail, and he comes in his place, and he's like, uh, "Do you want to do some cocaine?" And the guys look all serious. He goes, obviously, <laughs> they just start partying. And then it ends very poorly. Yeah, it's terrible. He said, uh, Grillo said that um, he had been in a couple of firefights. Like, you know, he yeah. had been there while it was going on. And he said it's crazy because you start watching it happen like it's a movie. And that's why people get shot is because they're like, you know. Watching yeah, bullets instead of being in the bathtub with your head down, they're exactly like, they get like transfixed on this. I mean, that just must be so crazy. Well, you think one shootout, you're like, ah, this is enough for me, but he's just drawn to it. He'll die doing it. Or, I guess. And that whole Sean Penn thing is fucking crazy. Yeah. Like, what the fuck was going on there? That's an amazing story. It's like right out of Inglorious Bastards, but years later. <laughs> Right, I get, it's yeah. like a total parallel. It just shows the crazy egos these guys have. He goes, he, um, what was it? He was he having an affair with the actress? No, no one fucked her. So she went. Chapo liked her, and he. She went there and took Sean Penn with him, and then he was going to make a movie. Well, like, what was the whole story? He wrote an article in Rolling Stone. He ended up writing an article in Rolling Stone, but was that what he had told El Chapo he was doing? Maybe he's doing research for a film, but uh, anyway, it's that, a bad I idea mean, for fuck, Chapo. I, yeah, I mean, it's a bad idea for Penn. Like, I wouldn't do that. You that know guy's a I mean? loose cannon. He's a total loose cannon, yeah. He was at my aunt's restaurant for a film festival party, like, I don't know, 20, 15 years ago when I was there, and... Um, one of the waiters walked up to me because I worked at the restaurant, but I was there just chilling. One of the waiters walked up to me. And he was like, uh, Sean Penn just asked me for cocaine. And I go, really? He goes, yeah. Do you know where to get any cocaine? <laughs> and I was like, no, I'm not getting Sean Penn any coke. That guy's a fucking maniac. But, you know, Al Chapo, I'm sure when he did that, he wasn't thinking he was going to get busted. He thought, I, I, I can do this and not get caught. Right. He's got the hubris. But he- and if he killed Sean Penn... Oh, if he killed Trump, then it's they over. bust him. Yeah. They, so they were smart. He's smart enough to like you know make all that money, but still live up in the mountains. But then he has Sean not, Penn I, come up there. Like it just yeah, you're forgetting so that these weird. guys all want to be rock stars and movie stars. I don't think he's day. that smart, Chapo. He's just the most ruthless. Becomes a ruler. No, 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 no. I meant that these all of these guys. The fact that they live in the mountains. Means they're willing to forego the mansions and that because that's the move, you know. You've got to watch. Nobody Narcos can Mexico. get you you've up got to there. See it. Yeah, it you, I will. They have the mansions in the mountains. They have everything. I promise. 
you you have everything you could possibly ever desire. You love your country. That's why they don't leave. Yep. And, and the and the it's either to you have to just die doing it or get arrested. Yeah, you don't really retire. No, they don't give you a gold watch no. in that game. <laughs> that's not really well, that's what works. he says. And 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 just talking about how young the kids are when they learn to slaughter other people. Yeah, twelve and thirteen, like it's crazy. Oh man, it's it's really depressing and. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's sad. That's all Super I got. Sad. No, no, we got to move on. Anyway. Yeah, We're it's perfect. There we go. We breeze through that. What do we give that? Seven minutes? <laughs> <laughs> you went over a smoke. We gave that seven minutes. I'm sure we do more than seven minutes. Huh? All right. Simon, rate the episode. Uh, I'll give that episode uh, three. I think. Okay, fine. It was. It's your own rating, so it's fine. Kamar? I'll give it a four. I also give it a four. I, I, it was a really I'm, good I'm episode. A, I'm just obsessed with all that stuff. If. If you're listening to to this, you should listen to this episode. It's very enlightening. It's pretty depressing. It goes back a few episodes to the the other Mexican anti-drug uh, or legalized drug thing. I thought it was a really good episode. I think you're giving it uh, you're doing it a little disservice just because we're breezing. Yeah, over you know, it. you know what? It, it, it comparatively to some of the other ones this week, uh, I'll change that. I'll give it a three point five. Okay. Wow, moving there. Yeah, I mean, it really. No, you're needle. right. It, it wasn't that bad. It, it was interesting. Yeah. It's just uh, non-political. Well, even you said the wall's fi- not going to work. I didn't find him particularly interesting. Did he sound like Michael Caine. I found you know him interesting. I mean? His accent. I thought his, his stories were okay, but I don't know. He just didn't seem intriguing to me. I got to start spending five minutes before we sit down to listen to all the accents of the week because I could bang all these out of the park if I just gave it five. This we got to do. All right. Uh, oh, here's... I'll be able to do this one. Uh, 1254. Okay, Dr. Phil. <laughs> oh, final thoughts on uh, that guy, though? No, I, I worry for him. No, just he, just the fate he's, of he's reporters. Die in the next five And years. I obsess about narcos and stuff the way you obsess about aliens. Okay. Narcos is incredible. But you have more you actual like information. You got a lot of things going, man. And if you haven't watched Narcos, I'm very sorry for the spoiler. Yeah, there were a lot of spoilers. Oh, there. no. No, no. There By the time you one. get there, it's... it's yeah, you knew what was coming positive. anyway. Um, yeah, so 12.54, Dr. Phil. You know what's crazy? It took me 10 minutes of this episode to be like, how did I never realize that uh, Mr. Mackey in South Park is based off Dr. Phil? Okay. Yeah. Hundred percent. It has to be right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Could I just start by saying that I've listened to a lot of Joe Rogan's, and this was the one you. Hated this was the, most. the worst, hands down, the worst, most boring, shitty Joe Rogan wow. of all time. <laughs> and I thought, you know what? What a waste. But then I thought, you know what? No, this is good because now we have a marker of shittiness to rate all other shitty Joe Rogans against. So it's no longer was it better than Shane Dorian? So was it better than Dr. Phil? And That's I, how I feel about Barry And Weiss. I would just like to point this out. <laughs> I rated the week a 4.9. So that means the rest of the week was so good <laughs> that it made up for the worst podcast ever. Let's just start by saying we didn't even... We haven't said a thing other than the number and the name of the guy, and you sorry. already rated the episode. Yeah, I'm sorry. Well, I didn't. Did I? You just said it was a the zero. worst ever. I gave it a zero. <laughs> um, number 1254, yeah, Dr. Yeah. Phil McGraw. Is that his last name? I don't know. <laughs> Did he hurt you? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like he's a successful comedian in your Kamar. <laughs> no, I just, uh, first of all, my, I, I think like every now and again, my wife watches Dr. Phil. So every now so and she again, likes him. I'll sit down and I'll watch one of his things. I, I just find him totally did 
disingenuous. Disingenuous. Thank you. I was going to say ingenuine. Um, totally disingenuous. I, I find he's full of shit. He like bullies people into um, feeling bad about themselves. Like I just, I really don't care for him. And then he, so his whole show is like, he picks the very worst cases. It's all, it's like Jerry Springer, but just a little bit Classic. higher brow, but it's still a whole bunch of bullshit. But then he comes on Joe Rogan and we're all just supposed to believe that he's like this fucking saint, like go beat it. Dr. Phil. Did you just say he was just saint? Like, just, Jerry's Jerry's slightly lower brow. No, I said higher brow. Still, I love how you just said slightly. Well, because it is only slightly. Like, dude, he was like he was chairs at races. He was all upset about Joe talking about the cash me outside girl. He didn't want it to. He didn't want it to tarnish his reputation. Hold on, hold on. That's what that's what you're building on this show, Doctor Phil. Wait, 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 wait. If you've done three thousand episodes. And at the end of the day, all you're going to be remembered for is some trashy girl going, cash me outside. Making her a multimillionaire? I'd be a little bummed. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to talk about it too much so, either. Yeah. Like, yeah, imagine if we did this podcast. We did 3,000 episodes. We made a name for ourselves. And then we brought some retard on. Yeah, I said it. And that's what we ended up being remembered for. I'd be, I'd be a little bit salty, maybe. I mean, I guess if I was a millionaire, I wouldn't really care. I know that I heard Dr. Phil like two years ago on Mark Marin, So all bunch of stuff like how he got to be through Oprah and all that stuff. I mean, whatever. I, I think it's another thing like why people hate Donald Trump. Like they just don't like him. There's not really a Doc, reason. Dr. Phil has um, 534,000 followers on Instagram. Joe has uh, 5.9 million. And the Cash Me Outside girl has 16 mil. She wins. Just well, throwing that that's out. That's the world we live in. Buddy. But but I just looked at like Doctor Phil's just a normal guy and he's really smart. Like he knows he knows how, how to use opportunities. But I don't. I I just don't think he's a horrible person. Yeah. Uh, I, no. I, sorry. I don't think he's. I don't think he's that. <laughs> I think we we on the tape. I, I everyone thinks he's a saint. He's yeah, a son no, of a bitch. I don't think he's a saint. I ju- I just think he's do- like he's doing his show to make a whole whack ton of money under the guise of helping people. Like it's a it's my argument all the time. Yeah, I hate gotta, those you guys. Have, you've <laughs> got to get off this whole you can't help people and make money thing because that's a no. really weird attitude. This to is have. this is a totally different um, like. A guy like Jordan Peterson, let's say, is writing like a giant. Well, I guess he could say the same thing. This guy's just as practical. This guy's an American Jordan Peterson. At the end of the day, that's all he. All his advice is clean up your room, but not see your mom. Like, is a reason why I I can't even do Doctor Phil. But no, that was actually not bad. He's just he's just practical advice. That's what it is. You watch a show. He doesn't say anything revolutionary. Like no, but the way he treats some of his guests, I find just as well. It's edited. It's for the show, right? It's. You know, the, there has to be like the Gordon Ramsay yelling at the uh, people or it's not good television. Like You're not being fair. It's edited. It's got producers. Well, it's he's still, the it's star still, of the it's show. It's still his show. He controls everything about it. Like he's Dr. Phil. The wow, whole thing's based wrong. around wow. him. You know, no, he's I'm best not friends. wrong on that. He's, you he, are wrong. I don't think so. I think that Phil has total control over everything that happens. Simon, it's on a show. show. There's a director. There's a producer. You think that he's in the booth? Like no, but I think that if Phil watches the show after and he sees himself coming off as this, you know, guy who's bullying some of his guests, he could change it if he wanted to. 
They, I don't think he looks uh, at it as bullying. That's bullying. your opinion. They're bullying. Exactly. He's just talking to them tough. Like, no, but that's your opinion. You can't just say exactly. And then that's, <laughs> no, I, that's, <laughs> that's exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Whatever. We both agreed that he was bullying oh, people, God, and we I don't know what to say. Well, do you watch a lot of Doctor Phil? Semantics. No. So then, Did really, you, ever, you don't have a leg to stand on in this argument. Oh, listen to this. Well, no, I'm sorry. Like, you, we can't have a you conversation hate him about you're this because you didn't watch Doctor Phil. You hate him because you're forced to hang out with your wife and watch him. No, you much that's rather not, watch yeah, Aliens with your it, wife and everything would be great. Yeah. I, I mean, I Come would, on, but hit, no, I just, don't, I really, I, I, I see him all the time. I don't. Yeah, no, Kamar got to the bottom. Do you guys fight? I don't care. Do you guys Kamar. fight? Me and Halima? Does no, she, him and Dr. Phil. Def- no. Yeah, you, Phil. <laughs> does she defend Dr. Phil? You're like, this guy's the worst. Like, no, he's not that bad. Uh, no, yeah, she defends him. Yeah, oh, she doesn't. Yeah, okay. She doesn't. I mean, so that's she, what you, you're, but you're, she also you're know, having a fight with no, no, your no, wife no, right she now. Also no, knows that Dr. Kamar. <laughs> she also knows that he does all his shit for the camera. Like, she's not stupid. It's so obvious. That's why he's had so many episodes. It, it's a formula. I know oh, she, I guess coming from this. the guy who hates on fucking everyone. You know what? I don't, your opinion don't mean shit. No, I, if I watch Dr. Phil, maybe I hate him. But if I listen to just talk to Joe Rogan for two hours and talk about Jesse Smollett and shit like that, it's fine. What I, the only cool part is that we brought in the, Cash me outside girl the last time and brought him in the studio no no people and they're like what's what's going on like he knows the inside the shoot they was just doing the show to be fucking popular and then when they brought her in the studio with no guests there they were all like yeah i'm sure mom. i'm sure that's the way that went down oh another red flag okay well you didn't like him i thought he's all right like let's wrap this up then i mean we- no 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 <laughs> please discuss all the great Woo! things he talked about like i just that, i don't know them that was the interesting thing and uh, <laughs> that he played the cash me outside girl what do what'd you think when he said told that story he said there's no way he did Hold that on. first of all i just i enjoyed his reaction to it joe was like let's talk about uh, daniel brigante or whatever and he was just like Oh, Mayan. <laughs> yeah. I'd ra- oh, Mayan. I'd rather not. Like, he just, he, he seemed like he was just over it. And I thought at times it turned into him interviewing Joe. Yeah, probably. Like he kept switching back and forth, you know what I mean? So, I mean, so you know that, that, I like that, too, that we got some more insight into what Joe thinks and stuff. You know what I think you're also forgetting? Chappelle, when the Chappelle show ended, he said uh, the toughest thing for him was being out in public with his kids and having people walk up and just being like, hey. I'm Rick James, bitch. I assume that if you're Dr. Phil and you're just like sitting having lunch with your family, yeah, and a crew of fucking like 17-year-olds walks up like, what up, cash me outside? You'd probably just be like, oh, I've had more than enough of this. Oh, I'm sure he does not like that. I don't think he likes any part of it. It doesn't fit into his whole narrative. And I, Doctor Phil, helping people, you know. I'd be surprised if anyone who listens to this podcast. I, I'm learning that, so much about Simon too. Let me just tell you this: if you're out to help people, you better not be making money. Do it for or free. Simon has a fucking problem <laughs> with what's free. going on. <laughs> it no, better be pro bono I, I just, or nothing. I, I've never really liked Doctor Phil. I don't like. I. The weird thing is, I don't like Doctor Phil. I, I don't, don't even know. I'm just defending. Like his, I'm just defending the shtick. vitriol you're sending at him. Yeah, I mean, if I no, you because yeah, you want to argue against me, but we all think that Doctor Phil is a big phony. No, well, but, I don't think that whatsoever. Well, I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm like, <laughs> oh, sorry, we don't all. Are think you that? speaking for us right yeah. now? Well, I just what part is the doctor that's the phony part or the Phil? He seems very Phil-ish to me. Seems um, like a Phil. Well, I think he is a real doctor. So that's, okay, so that's he's not for, like Doctor Oz. He's not Doctor Fugazi. He's Fugazi really from Phil. He's that's really from four. Texas, so he's that's got four. the accent. Yeah, um, yeah. You know what? Listen, I he might be a great guy. 
But this was a fucking boring podcast. That's fine. That's yeah. Fine. I thought that, it's greatness that is shy be my, his podcast. That was my contention all along, and I I got sidetracked down this rabbit hole of him. But it was just this podcast was so goddamn boring. Do you know what's also just dawned on? He didn't on mention me? what poli- what political side. He didn't on. mention aliens once. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, there's a big let- letdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he hasn't had any on his show. Um, it also just dawned on me that. <laughs> oh, I think he might have. Yeah, maybe. It also just dawned on me that Simon, whenever you, if you ever, and it's very rare, but if you do ever get him to change his viewpoint, uh, it only lasts for just a moment. He does a little research and gets no, back no, on no, his horse. No, no, no. It's not even research. Like he, he'll be like, mm. he, he usually goes, hmm. And he goes, okay. And then you'll bring it up the next day and he'll be like, yeah, no. <laughs> that's, I sat on it for a couple yeah, hours. That's usually. I was wrong. Yeah. But do you think anyone who's listening to this podcast doesn't know who Dr. Phil is? No, you're right though. Cause uh, I, um, I'm probably being too hard on him. My, I, it was, it was a very, it was the episode. a very boring podcast. And I kind of think he's, he's a little phony. He comes off as like, very like full of himself and he has the answer to everything. And you're so fucking he's Dr. Probably worth Phil. A, he's worth a hundred really, million dollars. You're waiting for him to get me too. That's what you're saying. Like you think there's some dirt or some Do you wish ill will on Dr. Phil? That's that what you're is saying. exactly what I'm saying. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That is exactly there's some dirt on Dr. There. Phil. That's what you're saying. He's, wow. got, he's too clean. Squeaky he's, clean. He's you don't got like some that. skeletons Yet in his claws. Yeah, be the first to cast <laughs> a first stone. Was that good? Is he Forrest Gump? <laughs> I don't know. He's got some skeletons <laughs> in his claws. I'm terrible at... Uh, <laughs> um, that's No, that was good, Simon. I like that. But you can use that as a sound In the interest of brevity of time, I was saying we... We know how Simon feels. Yeah. We don't feel, we don't have to sit here to argue for like, especially because you, you, me and your wife agree. Kamar, can I ask? That's you, what it is. It's, it's just the wife. Before we move on, I will ask one question that I think would matter. Simon, if there weren't, if, if there was no Dave Foley this week and no Alex Jones, like if it was a week of like two, like a hunter and a fitness guy, and then Dr. Phil, would you think that this was maybe a more interesting podcast? No, I, I literally like... Well, no, I'm asking. I'm, I'm just... Can you read that? Yeah, I get it. You wrote the worst podcast have, ever, but... No, no. Oh, no, but I can't read This it. is so boring. Like, I, I have one page of notes and half okay. of the page is taken up by me just writing huge. This is so boring. Like, I've just found it terrible. All right. So there well, you, if you do like Dr. Phil, give a listen. A little bit of his yeah. background. Simon clearly does not think you should and listen. And why, like, Dr. Phil? I mean, just, I don't <laughs> Fuck know. Fuck his parents, man. too. <laughs> no, no, no. I just don't. He seems like such a weird guest to be on uh, well, no, Rogan. <laughs> it's his, his his son, his good friends with Joe yeah, Rogan. Yeah, that's exactly what I and said And he wanted to promote his oh, new... Fuck. You won't be listening to the, the Dr. Phil podcast? No, definitely Because he gets interesting people on it. And... Um, Anyway, we'll just, you've already rated it. Kamar, you rate it because we got to move on. Yeah, I like the guy. <laughs> no, rate the Three and a half. I like it. It wasn't horrible. They didn't talk about anything crazy. I'd like to know if Paul, if uh, Phil was political stuff, but I don't like to hear that anyway. So, I mean, I'm with Simon. I'll give it a one and a half. I, you can skip this one if you're busy. He's devil's week. advocate over there. I, because you guys talked me into it, um, I'm going to give it a 0.75. Well, there you go. Instead of the zero. Turn okay, around, Diana. So that I'm willing to concede that much. No, I'll give it a, yeah, 0.75. Okay, fair enough. Um, I guess we don't need you to rate Dr. Phil like you normally would. <laughs> no, and I'm also willing to concede a little bit on that. At one point, I was classifying him in the same group as like my Jordan Peterson thing, but I think I just find him boring and phony. So I think what you're saying is if, 
if tomorrow it came out that he had like pissed on a teenager, you might bump him up to like a three, three and a half potentially just on his realness at that point because he wouldn't be so squeaky clean. No, well, then he'll be just such a hypocrite. You know <laughs> okay, what I mean? Enough. That no, he'd he'd fall even lower in okay. my estimation. Let's move on. But I would I would not I would not hate that. Okay. Um, I mean, this is the one everyone's been waiting for. I guess this is the the, the twelve fifty five. Oh, sorry. Can I just back up one second? Oh, 1254. There was one good thing in Dr. Phil. When okay. when he says, um, I think it was his father who used to say, there's something about that old boy that I don't like about me. You, you know, when he's describing that guy, there's something in that guy that I don't like about myself. That. Oh, you I, like I, to help people make money too? No. <laughs> so, so, no, but anyways, he's full of cliches and just that one was that one was a good that. one. Okay, okay. So, good thing about Doctor Phil. Excellent. Let's move but on. But that or, doesn't or, relate to you at or all. His dad. Um, I guess I should think about that more when I'm yelling about Doctor Phil. All right. So twelve fifty-five. <laughs> yeah. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> Alex Jones. They said it never happened. They said it never happened. A four-hour and 40-minute podcast. So first of all, um, Simon did himself a disservice by not watching this. Kamar texted us both in the group text saying, oh, my God, Alex Jones. I was at home working, so I immediately threw on YouTube and was not disappointed for even a second. What a shit show. I've watched it. I listened to it and watched it. What a shit. But eight hours of my life I gave to this thing. You felt watching it was much better. Would you agree? Of course. Simon, you have to watch it. <laughs> you you have to see him. Like the fact that if he's he is buckshot crazy, whatever you want to say, I, I, I don't know, but the it's like Costanza. He believes it. You, you know I, could, I, mean? I could hear all of that. No, 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 no but you gotta, you gotta see him like You also gotta see Joe. There's lots of looks that he gives Joe like really, you know this shit, Joe. Yeah. Like, and you're smart, Joe. Joe. You're the, smart. The one thing I was missing, and I have a couple of questions written down in here, was was Joe like genuinely agreeing with him when he was saying his crazy things? And Joe it was would tough say, to tell. "That's why I wish yeah, we agree it. with you, Alex." Or was he like playing covered a lot of ground? What was so, going on uh, there? I guess we'll have to unpack that. Um, Simon, in my opinion, you would have to watch it and come to your own conclusion. Cause there's times where it seems like Joe is really high and he's just like maybe throwing fuel on the fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, no, I, that's, like, that's kind of how I felt when I listened like, to it. Now in retrospect, sitting here, this is the only time where I feel like cause of the Jack Dorsey negativity, he maybe wanted like a positive bump in numbers. Like, cause it's, I, he gave him a voice when everyone shut him down, uh, I mean, and he's like, know. "Everyone's turned their back on Alex." But this, that's what I he, think, and he, that an was olive the, branch. That was the question I was asking you before: was do you think this was just Joe saying, like, "Fuck all of you critics! You can't tell me what to do. I'm going to have the guests on that I want to have on. You're not going to run my show. If I want to have fucking Alex Jones on, I'm going to have fucking Alex Jones on. You know." Mm-hmm. Um. And it's his buddy who he sees is getting totally um, railroaded, railroaded, or or whatever. I don't know if railroaded is the right term, but he's they're using him for their own purposes, and he's getting caught in the crossfire. Scape, I mean, scapegoated. Maybe, yeah. I mean, granted, I'm just not going to get it for you, am I? <laughs> I? I just don't know if any of those fit. Sure. I mean, uh, I, I, scapegoated I, seems more appropriate. 
if they're using we all sort of felt like sorry the, for Alex. Yeah, yeah, scapegoated. Good, sure. Let's go with that. Okay. Even though he's fucking buckshot crazy, he still can spew his stuff. So you've used that twice. I have a question. Simon, we'll start with you. If you could describe Alex Jones in one word, what do you think that word would be? Well, you're really putting me on the spot here. All right. Um, Well, Kamar, you obviously would buckshot crazy. I think he's a loving, caring man. One word. Oh, I got it. Cuckoo, kachu. Okay. I'd say unhinged. He's fucking nuts, man. Unhinged has to be it. You know what? I seriously believe now, just on a more serious note, I really think that maybe he is like schizophrenic and is off his meds because at some points, no, at some points he's like down so many rabbit holes and he's saying things that are so fucking bonkers. Or I mean, maybe after listening to re-listening to this episode of what I said in the first episode. Maybe it's not so crazy. Yeah, a little bit of crossover. No, but I mean, he is, uh, some of his things are just... But it's it's almost like it's it's mad genius. The thing is, I, he, I've got to hear him again if he tells, tries to tell the same story and tells it totally differently. Well, but if all this is in his head as fact or... Just Whatever. as an example, it's amazing. It's amazing. just as an example, his father, the regular dentist who is the, you know, worked for the CIA and all that. I mean, DARPA. maybe that's true. Or maybe his father was a schizophrenic who came home and told him crazy stories. Well, and obviously that's where it all came he from. He is, yeah, has the same malady and is now, I'm just maybe throwing out a tiny hypothesis there. I don't know if I believe it because you know what? Knowing Alex Jones and all the things he gets right, his dad probably did work for DARPA. This is the problem. This is the Jones. problem. I, whoa, 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 Matt whoa, whoa, was saying whoa. it earlier. I want to say this. The, say so, it, Matt. Well, I, I said this to you last night watching the fights. I guess, okay, he does get some stuff right. And obviously sitting there, he pulled up a bunch of stuff that I guess. Concerning stuff. Sure. And things that I went on to look at and that he was absolutely correct in those facts being out there like that this is he stumbles onto some really interesting things okay but i have two problems the first is that often when he goes down these fucking crazy rabbit holes he never gets to he's like i'm getting there i'll ne- get there never gets there never ever gets there my second problem is fuck the weed has got me my second problem oh shit i've lost it I just, I, I don't know. I get that he's right sometimes, and that's fine. Um, oh, the other problem is that, like Joe was saying, Joe was asking him for answers. Joe was like, "Who, like, who's doing this or why?" And he's like, "I don't know, Joe. I don't know." The they, but it's like so you, they're doing this, but you don't know who, you don't know why. He knows. And Joe knows. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I. Well, I mean, he does act sometimes like I. I just can't say Joe. You know, this stupid people listening. But imagine he did the the. Uh, his voice was his impression of the senator of uh, governor of uh, Virginia. That was so. We'll just keep him comfortable. <laughs> when Matt and Matt sent me that clip while I was driving, and I was. Uh, I, this did not happen, but if I were to have been watching it in the car as I was going, I almost crashed because it was hilarious. <laughs> He's the greatest talking crazy shit person there ever is. Hands down. And, and talented. The, the He's blood. talented at it. He, Joe, the blood. He would be an incredible comedian if he just went on stage and ranted. And said this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> ranted his train of consciousness just fuck he's so funny 
And you know what I was thinking the, the whole time is I wish that every week I could go up to my cottage and Alex Jones would be sitting by the fire and just go off into the night like. No, you know what? You say that after like night three, you'd be like, this no guy way. won't fucking leave. No, no way. As long as he keeps talking crazy. No way. I, I, it's just great campfire talk. Like when I was a kid, talk about aliens and just stuff and looking at the stars. Did like. you guys, um, did you believe his um, accounting of the, what's going on with the whole uh, school shootings there? Uh, what's it called? Park, not Parkland. Um, Sandy well, Hook? Yeah, Sandy Hook, sorry. That he said he fucking fucked up and should have said any of that stuff. And now they're using him as the scapegoat. Like, do you buy that? Well, I buy anything with this Russian bot thing. Like, no, no, but I'm, I'm asking you. Like, he, you know, he's come out, and this is what he's saying. This is Joe has put him on. He, he, you know, he's apologized. He's said, is he only doing that because he wants to get back on the air? Or do you really think that this guy has changed that part of? Because everything else seemed exactly so the same in, in real life. In secret, Alex Jones still thinks Sandy Hook is a psyop or something. I am. I am putting that question out there. I, I don't know what I no, think. No, I think I'm, Alex Jones does make shit up, but he's the best at making shit up. That's yeah, it. no, but what I'm asking that you was is... A, that was a detrimental Do you understand makeup. my question, Matt? Ask it again. <laughs> Just slower. Do, do you do you believe yeah. Alex Jones sure. really is sorry? That, I guess that's the easiest way to put it. Is he really sorry... About what went down. Of course or, he is. It cost him a great deal of money. I do. So, sorry, that's not what I'm asking. It, if it if it hadn't have cost him, would he have had this turnaround eventually, do you think? Or would he just Listen, always have gone on doing what he was doing? I've stood by it forever. I don't think... I, I think he is playing a part very well. I think, it, I think it's, it's all, all about money. It's all a part? Yeah. So when he sits down with Joe after they turn off the mic... No, no, no. I don't think it's a character that he ever stops playing. I think he's so entrenched in it. Like, I think he started this thing, you know, decades ago or a decade ago, whatever, just ranting and raving for, like, shits and giggles high and got a following and started making a great deal of money off it, selling bumper stickers and mugs and fucking T-shirts, this, that, and the next. He makes a lot... He used to make a ton of fucking money. Off Infowars. Okay, this is what I'm asking you, Matt. When I'm when this podcast is over, yeah, and you and I sit down on the couch, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just a regular guy. I, I play a part <laughs> on this podcast of a dude who believes in aliens, and yeah. no, but what I'm saying is, like, when he sits down with Joe after the podcast, is he like, is he still on, or think, oh, oh yes, or uh, is it over, and then he's like, you know, a, a more normal guy? I, like, I would I'm, hope that I'm when genuinely ask, I would hope that if they had a sauna after and yeah. then went out for a steak, that it was more just like, how are the kids? Oh, good. Your mom's still doing all right. Yeah, yeah, she's good. Hip, new hip, but everything's so all right. So, can he? Do you think he can like? Tone it down yeah, and I, talk normally and watch it. When you watch it, there's times when he's talking normally about crazy shit. Like he's not going, oh, but there are times. Well, no, when so he does. I actually was gonna. I was inches away from texting both of you in the group text saying he seems rather subdued or normal, and then it just all went at, to fucking shit. At but the like, beginning, when he was explaining himself, 
Well, just is like that the what you're first, talking about? I would about? say maybe the, the first hour because they talked about Sandy Hook He's before gonna... Eddie Bravo gets there. No, because that was like three hours. I mean, Eddie yeah. was the antagonist. Like the first three hours. Once Eddie gets there, the fucking wheels fall off. Yeah, I didn't want him to be there. I listen. I texted both of you because I was watching it live when he was like, "Yeah, Eddie's on his way." I texted both of you immediately saying, "Holy fuck, Eddie's on his way!" Like this is about to go down. And it would didn't disappoint. I yeah. think it would have been better without um, Eddie, though. We should also say this: like, if you haven't listened to that episode, I'll never say this again. Stop listening to us. Go, Go listen, listen to, to that. that fucking episode. It is so good. It's and then, five hours and of your then time. If you have listened insanity. to it, when you're done listening to this, go back and listen to that again because oh, it's hilarious. I've done it the best podcast of all time. He um it is so for entertainment value, it like is so unhinged. So just back to the question I was asking, I think that he might have really have experienced the other side of the coin for once and seen what it's like to have people attack him. And really he was have, like understood, you know, that you can't do that. Well, Hopefully. That's, that's why I know it's an act because he has no problem ranting and raving that Joe's a shill anytime Joe changes his opinion about anything. But he's so he loses his platform and all of a sudden he's like, I was wrong. Well, I was wrong about this one thing. And I'm sorry, Joe. And I wonder if that's true because Joe obviously didn't have a problem with the things that he was saying. Right. Like I thought just like you did that he would never be back on because he had said too many bad things about Joe. But obviously Joe knows that he's just, maybe that's all an act, right? Like that's my point. Yeah, no, that was the question I was asking. And (laughs) and Joe's known him for like 20 years. Yeah, There's not even a like, I don't know, you know what understanding of a friend you have. Did you see when Diaz and Joe went on Alex Jones? Oh my God, that was insane. Did did Joe not look like such a douche though? He had like the painted on beard and the the glasses and the leather jacket. Like he, he... I, I would probably wear that stuff too if I was a, a tough guy, but um, Joe really wanted to give Alex Jones the chance to like clear it all to clear his name and all of that. And Alex just kept like ranting down these, like he wouldn't, I, I found he wasn't even taking the opportunity to do what he needed to do. You know, well, we didn't spend enough time on it. I, yeah, this I was- think it needed more time. No, no, what I'm saying is uh, we didn't even, we you glanced over it, but like I learned so much. Once he started talking about his dad, uh, it all became very clear to me. Well, it depends on whether you believe what he's saying. No, no, just in general to me, like. Uh, it, he has baseline explanations for this shit that he's given as a kid where he didn't know anything. You know what I mean? But those are his truths. Well, no, to me, that's it. It's like religion. Like those people that grow up uber religious in those uber religious families that can't even explain to you why they're such believers. They just are. And it's because they were like, you know, taught that stuff as a kid over and over and over. And like if Alex Jones, every night at dinner, his dad was like chemtrails and they're putting shit in the water. Like it would make sense that he would grow up thinking, you know, all sorts of fucking. And maybe he figured out that he can bust some real stories that are honest and then pepper in whatever he wants, and it all becomes a fucking melange. And as long as it's about conspiracy theories, where you never know the well, here's the here's a problem: is that he says, um, so he says that uh, they're all turning against him. They're you know labeling him a terrorist. They're not letting him use his bank accounts. That he has no platform. All of that, that stuff sounds stuff. scary. Hold on, hold on. He also then twenty minutes later 
was telling Eddie that he had the money. I have the money. Yeah. To, to go to Antarctica. No, I, I mean, to go to Antarctica. To disprove Eddie. No, sorry. My point was that he they're doing all of this because he was about to unearth a whole bunch of stories about them, right? Like it always falls back to the the even as he's apologizing about Sandy Hook, because this is all in that same breadth, you know what I mean? He apologizes about Sandy Hook, and then he, in the same breath, he's saying they're trying to, you know, stop me because I was about to say something that was, because he thinks that aligning with Trump was his downfall. There's my big problem. You just, yeah, that must you, fuck you guys up. You just brought it up. It, if he really believes in these deep, deep conspiracies, then for all intents and purposes, Alex Jones would have been killed by the Bilderbergs. Or any number of... Unless he's the CIA plant. And it's the so double... He's, so he's double the flag. absolute shill? He's like the, well, the false flag? False what I want to say, um, as far as conspiracy theorists go, Alex Jones is the greatest of all time. Whether being a loudmouth conspiracy theorist is a good thing is a different discussion. And there's hundreds of them now who make a living on YouTube. Of course. Like, like, but he's just the greatest. So, and you got to hear the greatest down, do it once. Down one of his rants was uh, China has no rules. They're already having cows that can make human milk. Yeah. They have spiders that produce body armor yeah. that you can wear. That sounds amazing. <laughs> um, tissue farms. Yeah. Uh, hybrids. Yeah. Um, human animal hybrids. Yeah, human. Yeah, it's going to be the AI plus the chimera humanoids, so they get it all right. I mean, like the guy was on fire. Yeah, Listen, well, I, prove it wrong. <laughs> There's a lot of work to disprove it all, but it's still butt shit crazy. I imagine that they probably are doing all of those things. I mean, who am I to say no? And why wouldn't they? And why wouldn't they? I mean, maybe, yeah, I don't know. Different ethics, different fucking laws, different points of view. No, I assume the Americans are doing the exact same thing. I think they all have weapons you don't know. Well. Like, you think the invisibility cloak is the only thing they got going on? But like we talked before, they made it, um, I guess, you couldn't do stem cell research in America. Well, that's still a, you still can't do stem cell research in so America. they would have lifted that you know it, unless they're doing all this in secrets they say that you don't work on stem cells but they are working on it no Simon they do stem cell work I think they just won't do it with the embryo or the which is the best stem cells yeah, or something which, I don't that's know. like the best yeah which leads into what he has it says we keep the baby comfortable Oh my. And talk to the doctor. Well, and you the don't. Mother. You don't. You don't need it if you have uh, tissue farms, right? Like you're just growing the stem cells. I don't know. It's the blood, Joe. The blood. <laughs> and that is one of the disturbing <laughs> truths about this podcast. <clears throat> is that story? No, it was so funny, eh? When he's talking and he's like, Joe, don't you understand? They're chimeras. And the reason they're chimeras is so that they still have 4% human DNA in them. And that way they still have the rights of a human. Did you Google? Did you Google that? <laughs> they get the rights of the human and the rights of the animals. Did you Google that? The, when the, the, the word? Chimera? Yeah. I know what it oh, is. Oh, you, you've seen pictures of it? I have. Oh, but it's a oh, mythical beast oh, yeah, to start. It's a, it, yeah. it's not, I, I regret looking at it. I know we, we don't like to do these, but...
<laughs> That's what you send me. It's when Joe says you're freaking me out with that voice. They take the blood, Joe, and the skin. Oh, fuck. He is so out to lunch. But he even like, admits sometimes he's just a little retarded. Oh, that was so good, eh? Joe, I got to tell you, I'm just a little bit retarded. <laughs> Probably the most poignant thing he's ever said. Yeah, it was good. I mean, I... Uh, you can't hate him. No, but uh, I just... Sorry, going back to the... Because uh, I did it in a stupid accent, so maybe you really didn't understand what he said. The chimeras have oh, a percentage it. of human and yes. a percentage of animals and then can have the rights for both. But if there isn't enough human in them or isn't enough animal in them, I guess, then... They're a chimera that has no rights. Like this guy is thinking so many steps ahead. No, no, that's not ahead. That's like fifty <laughs> steps back, Simon. What the fuck are you talking about? No, think being about no, no, no. Sarcastic. Think, think about it for a second. This asshole is sitting there saying you have the rights of both animals and humans. What human is sitting here going? I really wish I had the right of a dog today. Get the fuck out of it here. It has got to be the mate. This has got to be a really fucked up program they're running in the Matrix, man. They're just like crank Alex up to ten. Just crank, just, yeah. In this, in this, uh, in this simulation, yeah. crank Alex up to ten. Yeah, and let's see what happens. Yeah, we're going full and fucking and Jones. lucky for us boys, we got to be part of this ride. Jesus, because Christ. this simulation is fucking awesome. I'm just telling you, like I, we haven't even got to where Eddie steps in yet and I don't even think we've fucking scratched the surface of all the crazy shit he spoke about do you know what sounds like a crazy thing that Alex Jones would say but that was actually a real event is that human beings modern humans thought it would be a good idea to set off a bomb in space yeah like to, to blow up the whole atmosphere to, to ignite the to, atmosphere. To, oh, one big fireball. The whole planet. All the water evaporate. That's real. Yeah. I, I mean, if, yeah. if I was an alien, if I was an alien, and just like we said, they were just watching, and the fucking ants shot a bomb up into my area, I would be like, fuck this. I would do one of two things. I would either decide cataclysm time or i'm out of here and i'm never coming back these we're not watching these fucking morons anymore the well, monkey show is over well first of all and since we're still here <laughs> you're thinking about it the wrong way because like yeah they're gone kamar they're gone <coughs> you would definitely just take off yeah because there'd be like six of you on a ship yeah and there'd be eight billion ants and you'd just be like fuck this oh fuck and you this. would be like i'm gonna let this one play out because they deserve yeah. exactly what happens to them Imagine this is the best. We fucking blew it, no, guys. We imagine, blew it. Simon, imagine if aliens with all the answers were pulling up. As right as the bomb went off. We drop it off and they're like, whoa, you turn heavy, you turn. Or, or we blow them up. And yeah. then the guys back at home are like, yeah, fuck us sending another yeah. one out there. It's like, do you remember that scene in The Usual Suspects where uh, Benicio Del Toro is about to get arrested and he's walking down the street and he turns the corner and he just comes right that's back? A, that's, exa- that's, that's, the, exactly that's what the aliens what the did. Aliens that, move, did. that move should win an Oscar that move, for the greatest the cr- turn in all It honestly of is one of the fucking best movies. He's seen. the best guy in that movie, hands down. Just that one scene could be a short movie. Hold on. They said, this is the best part of that movie. We're going so off topic here. They said... Rabbit that, hole. Uh, they said that when they... Sh- 
the very first scene they shot was the lineup. And they said that no one had spoken to Benicio Del Toro about his part. And he just showed up and they started doing lines. And he's like, yeah, what is this Give me the keys. You guys like, what the fuck? And apparently all those laughs were real. They were all like, what is this guy doing? I said, give me the keys. Cox. I go, what the fuck? Anyway, yeah, that was that turn. That turn is incredible. Back to igniting the atmosphere. Yeah, what are you thinking? I mean, we are just so fucking dumb. They, uh, it's not we though. The it people really... who are in charge are so dumb. Like they, these are these are the people we depend on to make decisions. No, but Simon, it I can't believe it. It kind of goes back to that guy in the Antarctic, where like someone just has a such a stupid idea, and everyone in the room is kind of looking at each other like. We're just gonna let this guy do this, and everyone, and no one wants to speak up out of the fear of being like chastised or whatever. So they're like, "All right, I guess we're just letting this bomb off." What's more interesting if had they done it and killed us all, we're not even have this conversation right now. <laughs> That's just well. My question is like, so well, yeah. a new simulation would start, and maybe you would be involved in it. I don't know. That's it. I mean, they didn't. So We'd be having knows. this exact conversation again, but this time they didn't do the bomb. But, and but the, the reason aliens why, did come. The no, reason why they're so stupid is because was in Shazam. The reason Alex why this Jones was only at a six. What were we saying for? The Sorry. reason why <laughs> the, re- the reason why they're so stupid is because they know there's hydrogen in the atmosphere, and they try to blow a huge hydrogen bomb, and like it could ignite the whole thing. But that they tried the bomb, right? Yeah, they did do it. So. It, it just it, it worked out good. Yeah, well, hey, what do you know? Sure. <laughs> yeah, but you're forgetting they tested bombs all over the world too. Like French Polynesia, they were just fucking roasting islands over there. But I, there, there was a point at some point where no one on the planet knew if we blow this up, it might kill everybody. <laughs> uh, do you know what's crazy? To they me did too? it. That was my point. They didn't know what was going to happen. They sent that out into space, and they just figured, oh, it's. They could have fucking. For all they know, they could have knocked us out of alignment with the sun, and we could have just all gone into the ice age. You yep, know, absolutely. Like, what were these fucking idiots thinking? Who was watching these idiots? We got to kill the Germans. Was it around that time? Or that really goes yeah, to yeah. the goes, Russians by that. They time. just needed to get to space, Kamar. I think it goes to show you too that any sort of Armageddon, Bruce Willis scenario where a meteor's coming, there's no way we're sending a fucking nuke up there and changing its trajectory. That ain't happening. Well, no, but they do say. They do say, the scientists, that if a meteor is coming towards us far enough away from Earth... If they intercept it far enough away. They they would send a missile up to hit it. Because they only have to change it by a degree. By the most minute amount, yeah. I mean, they also also say that they most likely couldn't predict it that far away. No, but I'm pretty sure that probably would be their plan. Yeah. Because they don't know what would happen. They just send it up there. Let's just send it up there. Let's see. Well, of course, that's what we do. Yeah. Obviously. I mean, maybe it'll, um, maybe we'll hit it and it'll start spinning and hit the sun. My hope is, uh, if the meteor were to come, it would at the exact same time hit in Yosemite as it was about to blow. So the, guys, the, other the geyser thing. blows it back? <laughs> or they hit, or the geyser gets us just out of the way. But if the geyser comes from that, it's pretty much end of civilization. Like three years of total ash cover, you know what yeah, I mean? Of course. And those lightning storms Joe was talking about. Guys, we're at two hours. I don't know what the fuck we're going to do here. We, we haven't even talked about this episode, do you mean? I, I we're we're going to keep going because Alex Jones contended that the CIA and the FBI... No. Yeah, the CIA and NASA were the two 
rival alien factions that have been forever at war. Right? That, yeah. That's what he was saying? Uh, yeah, I can't confirm or deny anything he says. But. I mean, I can't believe we're even giving half of these the time of day, considering that we're pinched for time. Like, it seems uh, that one is fucked. I, I think it's more our impression. First to cover everything in a four-hour well, podcast I mean, can't be the, done. The reason I bring that up is because he... He talks about that the whole way through this idea. So this is the consistency of, of the craziness, right? Of the aliens and... Um, There's a lot of stuff I don't want to talk about, Joe. Yeah, we didn't even start talking about how he thinks that we're... I guess we touched on it Let's earlier. Let's do it. He thinks that we're communicating with alien leaders by doing mass doses of mushrooms. Well, and that, he doesn't have to do... Scary, he man. doesn't have to do DMT because he's been having DMT trips since he was seven years old every sleep, night every when night, he went yeah. to sleep. So he's been talking to the aliens for years. Because he, he, he needed a... Sl- Pat machine. <laughs> he was narcolepsy or whatever. Oh, I and can't remember so what they it was. got in trouble. It was, uh, he said, they said Asians and um, Native American Indians make the best warriors. Remember somebody was saying last night that he got some flack for, that was what they got flack for saying. That's a racist statement. Um, well, no, it's because Asians all have, what is it? The common mind. They were, they yes, they the, were talking. It's like a hive. They're, that's they, the hive they're mind. more easily, um, are able to put into a trance like hive mind state. That's That's, what I, I I, I'm not saying that's true. I'm saying this is what he was contending. Yeah. But I imagine that if there are aliens, they're more of a hive mind state. And Mexico is just an experiment by the U S. Oh my God. Just an experiment by the U (laughs) S the whole drug war and everything. Again, this is his thing. I don't believe that to argue them is to give them credibility. That's that's why I think is it just what's next? What's next? And there is a problem with like it's almost like a, a moving soap opera. As he's about to get to the the why the how the, you know? go, the governor he gets, he gets three of four every time. Well, I'm gonna give or you two, one, one. No, another right. one here. Friday you can tell opera. me if it's right. The governor of Virginia, you know the guy who talked about the black fi- or who? Well, that shit's all true. That's a false flag. Which one? Say it. Well, because he because he talked about it, then they they discredit they, everything else he says. So I don't know, was, but you know, there's a guy named Jimmy Dorian says what conspiracy means is you start with a collusion, conclusion, and work your way to an explanation, and that's how conspiracy said. You, you're mm-hmm. sure of one thing, right? And then you have you to, form the narrative to fit what it is you're trying to prove in your beliefs and whatever. So yeah. it's, listen, the ancient aliens theory that it's rife with that. They that's exactly what they do. They have a conclusion they're trying to reach, and they form the narrative around it. They, it that's it's how it's it all works. It's the biggest mindfuck. It's even like Dave Foley saying, if you ridicule this, you, you know what I mean? Like well, even though it's like, well, that was what I'm saying. So Alex Jones through his whole like i mean maybe that's true maybe that guy had something really important to say and they found a way to discredit him in order not to hear what he had to say i don't, I don't know. know how i feel about infant I, side, I don't know anything about it i don't know it. no no i don't know anything it's about past it. though i don't even know what that guy said he just said that they'll uh keep a kid alive and then maybe abort it after it's come out of the mother why like if it has a well, Alex Jones contends that they're they're harvesting people. Oh, the and organs, stuff or, right, or whatever. Right, right. But the law is still being passed in New York and Virginia, and it's just like I, that's. I feel like it's too far, but I'm always been pro-choice, so I can't tell anyone what to do with their body. So at a, a minute, or sorry, an hour fifty-one, 
Eddie Bravo comes in. <laughs> so there you go. Um, you needed to watch it because he and literally he chokes. He Alex to wants choke to about, choke him out. No, no, he wants Eddie to. Yeah, try yeah, to choke wants, him out. and Joe has to like beg them not to do it. Well, dude, every time he goes, every time Alex Jones goes to get up to the bathroom, he walks over to Eddie and puts him in the chokehold. Oh, really? Every single time. <laughs> I'm not joking. You know what I just figured out? Um, I didn't appreciate, like, I love Eddie. I love it. I love Eddie Bravo, but yeah, we know. I didn't appreciate his presence in this podcast. Just be, I mean, I loved that he was there and it worked out for the best, but just sometimes he got, like, when he fucked with Alex Jones, I was like, you, because they were talking about this Virginia thing. That was, was like, the best part of the episode. That was the, the best, best part of the episode. Part. <sighs> he got so mad. and just, Oh, he was so angry. And I don't like Eddie's sense of humor, I don't think. No, I don't like Eddie's sense of humor. <laughs> that's you, yeah. No, but you always go up to me and lie to me and make me think something's wrong. No kidding, man. I was fucking with you. Um, I Yeah, Eddie, uh, this is what I said to Simon is, you know you're some sort of fucked up conspiracy theorist. When you're sitting beside Alex Jones and he's going, no, no, that's even weirder. Dude, that's, I was sitting there going, wow, this is this guy believes some crazy shit. If Alex Jones is going, come on, Eddie. The only explanation of this is that uh, this has been put together by the CIA. <laughs> that <laughs> to Alex bring Jones these four together. I think Joe, Alex and Juan look like the only crazy guy in the room with Joe and Jamie. So he's like, bring Eddie Bravo in here uh, two and a half hours or so. I look a little saner. Like he knows what he's doing. I, I imagine he's just so good at being full of shit. Like, and he goes so deep. And I want to ask this guy's question. Do you remember uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Yeah. So the Nazis are in Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. And they're going after <laughs> they're the also Ark. the Last Crusade. Yeah, because they want the Crystal Skull, which is all no, a but, but, Crystal but, Skull, the but, Last Crusade. But, oh, right. But, yeah, but, sorry, sorry. But what's important? What you guys are saying is, when they made Raiders of the Lost Ark, I do not know if any of those movies were even in concept. Like Raiders of the Lost Ark could have come out and not done that well, and we've never had a no, no, yeah, there was, I'm sure there was only Raiders of the Lost okay. Ark. Okay, yeah. so they didn't do it like that back then, no, where they course. planned. They so the franchise didn't exist yet. Yeah, um, but the idea of the Nazis searching out the occult—do you think that's just a writer's room where someone makes it up, no. or there's some factual? There's definitely factual Kamar, shit which, there. Kamar, there's a whole episode of Ancient Aliens all about Nazis and the occult. So. They were super into it, apparently, and like um, they went to China to get the or to uh, yeah to Nepal, uh, not to Tibet, and they wanted those crystal skulls. They were av- there's supposed to be eleven crystal skulls out there for real, for real, for real, for, for real. real. They for found real, yeah. a whole bunch of them, but um, he, they apparently uh, Goebbels, not Goebbels, um, Himmler. Uh, apparently they found one in his house in Germany. Like they were looking for some, they believed in some weird shit. The, on this ancient alien show, their theory is that they had, uh, cause they were like the first ones to use a guided missile and all this technology that hadn't been used before. And they had gotten, they had found some tablet or something. who fucking knows what. <laughs> well, do uh, I play too many video games or were they also not trying to make like a super soldier? Like yeah. It's like a Matt, zombie. Everything you probably heard is right. They yeah. were doing so much weird shit. Like hit, Hitler was totally into, um, into all of that stuff. Yeah, syphilis does that too. It just it, it gets so deep and convoluted. It gets so convoluted, and then and then he goes like, uh, yeah, and then he had the peace treaty, parachuted behind enemy lines. They caught him. He's up in the tower. He died there. 
like it just common knowledge we're all supposed to know this to back up his story but it's just another like wonderful yeah he's just twisting but, he, tail. but he, he's like eisenhower he'd even do it like oh my god he's got too many names and too many facts i, I don't care if it's if, if it's crazy about shit crazy once in a while to listen to that stuff is just like brain like whatever is possible you know what i mean but it's so fragmented it's like if all the thoughts in your head came out of your mouth yeah exactly it's all tra- uh train of thought like yeah. it's crazy but here's the problem is he says something like um they're jacking all the vaccines they give your kids full of whatever they want to put in there, Joe. You don't even know what they're putting in, right? He says something like that. But then two seconds later, he says, um, but look it up, you know, and uh, I should do the voice again, but I can't look it up in Peru. They gave everybody gonorrhea to see what was going to happen. Yeah, like and that they, was true. And that was true. So like, I, I, what are you supposed to do? Like, where he's, do you, he's doing where the conspiracy. Do you so is he doing, that. is he doing that on purpose or is, is he, does he just have so many examples that some are going to be right and some are going to be crazy and like, where do we land on this guy? He's the I greatest think, of all time at what just, he does. Simon, I think he just takes things that he's read to be factual. So something like that. And then, like Kamar said, twists it. Works backwards. Twists the tail. To, to get fucking, what he needs. Yeah. This he's what, exactly this, like this the what a conspiracy guy, needs. Because yeah. it has to be, this could be for. It's, it's, it's always, is that constant thing that you're saying? He never says why or whatever. It's not about that. <laughs> Eddie kind of, oh, draw sorry. your own conclusion. Sorry, Kamar, it's no, got to be tough for him though. He's got to have like a conspiracy Bible to follow all of his bullshit. Or he's just but, uh, or, greatest or, imagination or, ever. Or he Maybe, doesn't, yeah. Matt, because he just says so much shit. Like it doesn't even matter. Sometimes he's going to say it. Sometimes he's going to say the obvious. Like it really doesn't matter. But come on guys. Well, I mean, we've heard some rantings of his, like they're putting... They're crazy. No, but like they're putting stuff in the water to make the frogs gay. Like that is the most nonsense. But they're definitely putting stuff in the water. (laughs) No, but this is what I'm saying. Fluoride probably. You know what I mean? To make your teeth stronger. Like it's just the connection. Nothing to do with frogs. Making connections and stuff. And it's made him fucking filthy rich. And then. Well, that was my. uh, That's my biggest. I I just wonder. I wonder if he's not really just totally in it maybe it's him like are we sure it's an act yes no i we're not we are not sure okay i i, I just the fact that those guys then would go out for dinner with him in public like I, I don't know. I, I couldn't believe that. Well, like, hold on a would second. Would you go to go, Alex? We're going for dinner. Can you not? Joe. Like, Joe yeah, Eddie, give me the salt. Joe, give me the salt, Eddie. Joe's line is obviously much um, further in the sand than mine is because he he loves Eddie, and Eddie is a 1,000% a flat earther. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm telling you, Kamar, if you came out and told me tomorrow that you were a flat earther, I just... I, I couldn't if I wanted to. No, you'd still be friends with him. I would still be friends with him, but I just, that would definitely, you not believing in the moon really changes nothing for me. I'm like, good for you, Kamar, that you don't believe in the establishment. But like, if if we're questioning just, you know, truth, I I just, I just Is it Brian Cox? I don't know what to do at that point. Kamar, you're so right. I just thought about it. Going out to dinner with Alex Jones would be a fucking nightmare. Or would it? No, it would. Because think about it. What, Alex, what are you going to have? Nothing. I'm not having anything. I can't have the HP sauce because it's made by the fucking same people that... You know what I mean? Like, everything on the menu, he would have a story You think behind. I'm going to eat those lobsters, Joe? That's, They're yeah. tiny little aliens. There's Fuka, the Fukushima <laughs> nightmare. 
I'm not eating anything from the seat. You know, like it, everything would be a fucking disaster with him. So Eddie get, yeah, he, it would. I just imagine it would be that. terrible. Yeah. But that's, that's kind of what I was asking is like when he's out to eat, is, is he just totally toned down and they have a normal discussion about all of the things that he believe, you know what I mean? Do they just sit down, they have a steak, they talk about like, isn't it bullshit what happened at uh, wherever? Like that false flag was ridiculous. You know what I mean? Is it just normal? Does the act go away, but he still but believes here, all the shit? This is my thing. Like a true fucking conspiracy theorist doesn't retire home to a multi-level mansion. Do you know what I mean? Like they live in a fucking one-bedroom tinfoil hoarder house where the fucking walls are made of magazine they're starting, stacks. They're, and like, they're starting he probably has a room like that in the mansion. He just built it? Yeah. Like, yeah. This is where I feel the most at home. Yeah. It's like when prisoners get out of jail, but they still got to sleep on the floor. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Because <laughs> I have a mansion, but I still got to have uh, a fucking tin hat. Um... Sam Tripoli is is a is turned into Alex Jones. Yeah, in the same way he just had Tim Dillon on his show, and Tim is deep. I told you that. No, 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 no. We knew, but we talked about it on the episode that he was on, and he was trying to go Joe to go into conspiracies, but in this one he opens up. Joe, like, no, Tim, and oh. they have talked about a conspiracy, okay. and he's a. Uh, it was very interesting, but that's a, it's a new cottage industry. I'm trying to think of other. Like, well, what's his name said it. Uh, Eddie Bravo said it. He said, you know, the thing that gets the most hits on YouTube is anything to do with aliens. And I mean, and on one hand, he's right. Like aliens, right now, they've done that. Um, Operation Blue Book show on uh, the History Channel. It's all about, um, I forget his name, but he's that uh, famous UFO investigator there, Hein Heinrich. Uh, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But they're doing a lot of UFO stuff right now. And like these uh, UFO conferences, they're like Comic Cons, you know? They're like, they're massive. It's a really like, it's in the news. Things are going on. Obviously, they're releasing information. No, you're looking at me like you are fucking lost, Kamar. No, I, I, I'm just thinking about um, how crazy this podcast was. It's just like... Here's here's what fucks me up is like, if you're going to be a conspiracy theorist, whatever, do what the fuck you want with your time. But I think you have much better things to do with your time. And here's what I mean. None of the people we're talking about, Alex Jones included, have the power to stop or change any of the shit they're talking about. So move the fuck on. You're not changing shit. Let's say Alex Jones tomorrow, we found out that like one of the bigger, crazier conspiracy theories that he's come out with was true. What does it change? Like the government doesn't change. We find out the government lies to us all the fucking time and it's status quo. I don't know. Quo. Maybe he comes out with something big enough that actually like makes a, 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 a big enough detail in the okay, fabric. Okay, fine. Of- fine. Maybe Alex Jones is a bad example. Sam Tripoli, Tim Dillon, like... People like this that are fucking, I don't mean they're nobodies. They're obviously successful in their field, but they're not going to change. No, they're just talking no. about it. But so is Alex Jones. He's probably just talking about because it. Because it's like, the most fun thing to do yeah. is make up explanations. and the, it, it, It's the same way why I like watching Ancient Aliens. Or so, like, so, I probably believe 10% of it. It's just fun. Or, like, so, it's or a so, fun way to or, spend or your so time. Or someone likes it's, horror but movies. That's, but that's where, see the I alien, don't like horror movies. Simon, to me, the alien thing is like, I could see why you could sit there and be like, oh, this is interesting, a little bit of fun. The conspiracy things to me are... Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about the conspiracy of aliens. No, we're talking about conspiracy theories. I'm talking about wasting your time, whether it's watching YouTube videos or reading up. Like I said, 
you can't if there is a massive conspiracy going on on a global level with yeah. the Bilderberg group. Yeah. Do mean, you think you sitting in your one bedroom apartment or your five bedroom home? No, it makes you feel good. Man wants to discover mysteries, right? Like they want to get to the bottom of things. So it makes you feel good to to feel like you're like a step ahead of everybody else, the other dummies who have the role pulled over sure, their eyes. But I guess you know? for me, it's like it's all very, it's also all very sinister. Like there's never a positive conspiracy theory. Well, they're never looking for positive conspiracy theories. But you know what I mean? Like it's never like, like McDonald's. Dog- it's never like McDonald's is actually using uh, that fake meat that's made of like plant protein, and it's making you feel better. You know? Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like that. Yeah, no, no. It's the, always the conspiracy sinister. theory is never they're they're shooting things out of the planes that are making us our lives way better. It's always they're shooting things out of the planes and it's something nefarious. The act so, to conspire. But no, so here's a good one. When I lived in New York, uh, this happened to me twice, and I, I was told about this a lot. One day I stepped out onto the street at night, and it smelled like candy, and I mean like. It smelled fucking so strong of candy. And I walked around for like a couple hours. The whole fucking city reeked of candy everywhere I went. And New York Mm -hmm. smells like shit. It it smelled incredible. And the next day I went to school and I was like, did anyone else smell the city last night? And they were like, yeah, it smelled. So the story from something happened from Upper East Side to Soho. Everyone smelled this. And I and I was talking to people and they were like, yeah, it happens a couple times a year. And there's a big conspiracy that like it's the government testing, um, like the spread of bio nuclear, whatever. Like it, like if someone released a, a a chemical threat into New York City, right. where what, what would it do? Spread like throughout the air. Well, that's the whole thing is that they do some things. So how do you know what's real? No, but even then, I was sitting there thinking about it. And I go, but that's not even a negative. Like if they're making the air smell, if they're Unless making the city, you cancer. no, but they want you to admit that they're do they everybody they if you if the government admits that they're doing it, then I don't think people have a problem with it. It's that it's all being done secretively. I, I'm I'm, but I guess for me, like I look at it like it's not necessarily like. Does the government have to come out and go, New York warning: the city will smell of candy tonight. We are testing. No, like it, I think they want them to say, like, listen, citizens of New York, we are going to be dropping things out of airplane, you know, that, but they don't do that because people will freak out and assume that whatever they're dropping out of the planes is going to hurt them. Like, it's a double edged sword, right? I see just, your yeah. side of the I see your side totally, but I see why they'd have to do it secretly as well you know or or whatever like why they couldn't tell the public my point was just that like you never hear like to me that was a positive conspiracy like well all they're trying to do is figure out they'll they'll find a way to turn your positive conspiracy into a negative that's the that's here's a pro here's a real problem though okay i'm gonna give you this situation and this is a real why why there's an issue here okay so we were talking about the Nazis and their occult worship and all of that during World War II, okay? So they're doing all this weird stuff. They, they think that they were getting all this information from somewhere about how to build rockets and all of this shit. Meanwhile, war is over. Werner von Braun, the guy who headed the space program or the weapons program in the space and weapons program for the Nazis... Him and a bunch of other uh, top scientists from the war get hired by NASA. 
NASA. They start. They start. They don't get hired. I, I said it's that NASA. word. NASA. They start it. They don't. They start it. Sorry, whatever. They bring them over for the American space program. Thousands of scientists. They start it. They get a man to the moon. Okay, crazy. Like this really happens. This. What I just said to you is all true. Yep. It sounds like a conspiracy theory. Yep. You know what? It sounds too crazy to be real. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. No, they no, no. didn't have American scientists that could do it. That's you what I'm what saying. I mean? It doesn't sound that crazy. They're, they're, they won the war. They, they won the war and they said, what are we going to do? We're going to lock these guys up or kill them or we can take them over and use them for our side. It's what everyone would do. But where they get this such oh, no, no, no. much better technology uh, I'm not, from? I'm not saying that's weird. Yes, Matt, I agree. That oh, is what not saying weird, is weird at all. I'm saying what's weird is this guy, <laughs> Werner von Braun, single-handedly was doing all this crazy shit for the Germans, comes over here single-handed, like without this guy, nobody's getting to space. Like, I know you don't believe it, Kamar. I know, but, but you know what's on his gravestone. Tell us, Kamar. He told us. I, I told us. I know. In men lies, it's limits the firmament. He, it, it's just, listen, if I was to like write out a, a dialogue or a, a, a story, like this couldn't be more perfect. You and know? it's all word for word. And it's all true. Like I just, so this is where like a conspiracy theory blends into real life. He's and the best just, in the business. You don't know what to do. Well, I mean, not him necessarily, if but it, just, it's not just in general, this is why there are gray areas mm-hmm. in, in this whole conversation, I guess. Well, it goes back to what the guy was saying a couple episodes ago. If, if the government didn't lie to us, this wouldn't be a fucking issue. If the government just came out and told us everything, everything within reason, which I guess is the problem, but if the government just came out and was straight up with everything, there wouldn't be conspiracy theories because there would be no need. Right. Yeah. And he, I mean, yeah, he's become an outlaw internet hero. You know what I mean? Who? Like Alex Jones? Google all those guys backed up his narrative that they're trying to shut me down. They're trying to shut me down. They're taking it all away because I'm right. Why else would they do it? But- I think the best thing he could do now, or the only thing better than what they've done to make him an internet hero, is if he were to have a like a weird suicide, like you know what I mean. If something he died in some something mysterious happened to him. Way, oh my god! Like the like beh- like the guy that wrote beh- uh, behold, behold, behold the pale horse. He wrote something uh, controversial and then got offed. Yeah, he's uh, what was his name? Simon, do you know who I'm talking about? Sorry, repeat that. The guy that wrote behold the pale horse. Do you, nope. know, do you know what I'm talking about? Nope. Okay, you guys talk on and I'm going to okay. find this. Because this is important, Kamar. This so, is- so in, in, in like the lore, let's call it, of, you know, aliens being around for a long time, there's like, um, they have all sorts of different names and different cultures for things. But Alex Jones had like his own vernacular for it. Did you notice? Wow. With the with the elves and the uh, so the elves are good and the demons are bad. Like that's one very specific um, line he's taking. Like he oh, he says that uh, this is fact fact. He didn't make that up. You know what I'm saying? Dad that, told him his that's elves. like a theory. What's his truth? That's out there from his uh, bro- Oh. Well, I- 
disconnected from Alex Jones. Just disconnected from Alex Jones. He didn't make that up. There's one of the one of the seventeen thousand ancient theories that they have has to do with like I don't know if they call them elves, but it's definitely demons and something. And the, they represent the. They say that the Greys are elves. They all mention the Greys. Like it, a, I've never heard of that before. I that's know. the the comparison. But they all spoke of like yeah the Greys. Greys. You know what I'm talking about. I do not know. Oh, uh, that's the first time I've I heard. Greys yeah. are the aliens, the t- prototypical alien with the big eyes. Yep. You know that everybody sees, or a lot of people see in their. It's uh, an emoji, right? Yep. So that the gray, G R E Y, and greys are good. No, the, uh, none of them are good. They're according to oh. Um, they're the good aliens, that's but it. I don't think Alex thinks that any of the aliens are good. Well, he thinks they're conspiring with the powers of beings. That's so, right. Of yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's uh, and and he. D- I'm not sure what his contention. He does was. a thing where he gets so flabbergasted, like, "What more do I have to say for you to understand? This is the way it is." You know what is a very weird book of the Bible is Ezekiel. Have you ever looked into that at all? He claims that uh, three giant wheels came out of the sky in uh, in like fire and thunder and smoke. And he claims that in this book in the Bible, but it's not in the Bible. I think they maybe left it out of the Bible, uh, but then they found it. Um, he says that he was taken up to the heavens and he looked down on earth, said it was round. And, um, yeah, yeah. Back like, then. Back then. Made the decision. Do you no, know? No, no, no. I don't know about the round. But, but he says he saw earth from the spaceship. Do you he was know where this happened? Whatever. Do I know where it happened? Yeah. I assume somewhere in ancient... Uh, Maybe Egypt? Egypt, yeah. yeah. Why, are, why are you saying that? Maybe some pyramids? Long time ago? Some pyramids? Some pyramids? Launching in the sky? Oh, I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I got gotcha. I mean, I, yeah, I mean I, you knows? can't disprove it, but... Who knows? But that's they're saying that's the very first UFO sighting Kamar is, you know, documented. So those would be but it's d- not. Lots of them have been documented by other people. So I'm surprised. <clears throat> I'm surprised he hasn't come up. Uh, Bill Cooper, William Cooper, wrote "Behold a Pale Horse." He is like the godfather of American conspiracy theorists. Oh, he thinks JFK was shot by the Secret Service. He thinks that Eisenhower signed a treaty with aliens. Um, and why was, "Behold the Pale Horse"? Did you find out why that's the title? No, you can read the book if you want. It's all. I, it has like Illuminati in it. Okay. He thinks that. Uh, he thinks that HIV was created in a lab and that they used it to target blacks and Hispanics and gays and that they have a cure for it. Um, and he ended up being shot by the police in the head while they were trying to arrest him on a warrant for aggravated assault. But like the whole, apparently he um, he predicted his own death and he predicted 9-11 or something like that. So you look into it. William Cooper. And he's like the granddaddy of conspiracy theorists? Yes, he is. Yeah. Bill Cooper. Behold a pale horse. Well, so love him, hate him. Even if you get rid of... Sorry. Behold a pale horse. If you, Even if you get rid of Axe Jones, the, the, there's a... Of course. There's always another there's avenue. There's always another guy. Yeah. Talking crazy shit. So I, I guess tune out if it bothers you. But I feel like it's like... Uh, just fucking... Bullshit porn, man. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Jones said he could remember dreams from when he was three years old. Listen, this guy says a lot of fucking stuff. (laughs) Okay, I I don't even know where to like. But you can't get anywhere disproving and proving what he says. I want to see his Tinder profile. Wait, you want to see Matt get involved? Hey, Matt, what do you think about Building 7? 
Oh fuck! I knew this was going to come up too. That no, was, no, that was, whoa, whoa! This no, is no, all I, Matt. No, no. I would like to say first of all, um, <clears throat> when Alec was it Alex or Eddie? It was Did Eddie. You say Eddie Alec? provoked it. That's no Alex. <laughs> Eddie yeah. Provoked. So Eddie, when they both go to the bathroom, Eddie's the one who's like, so Jamie, because he because Jamie just doesn't buy into any Cleveland. He wants any, to talk about Cleveland. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> Jamie just doesn't buy into any of Eddie's bullshit and very little of Alex's. Clearly, so he was like, what is your like, what's the one conspiracy? And he was the one who was like, building seven to me is the one that seems fishy. And I've always stood by that. Building seven is fishy as fuck. Tell us all about it, Matt. Well, I'll look into it. I don't know. But they explained that there was a bunch of fuel in the basement. That changed my mind for a bit. But why did it, why did it blow up? Because there was a ton of fuel so in they, the basement. they blew it up. But what, or fire on, got there. Oh, from fire got else. there. It was way away somewhere from else. It was like buildings. four blocks yeah. away. But those ashes or something. What? Come on, I was down there. Then cars would have like I don't know. Listen, there are buildings in between that that were untouched. Well, they didn't have the fuel in the basement. Okay, I don't want to be Eddie Bravo here. It fell at free fall speeds. After burning for a long time inside, obviously I think it's he's playing devil's advocate. I think it's just, I th- like I'm just doing Eddie Bravo right but now. But I figured Did you me? would believe that. Believe that it there, just happened. Well, and it had the CIA, the FBI, and NASA all their budget. But, but wait, and they there, had to have a there, report the next day about it, and this worked out. More I think than, that's all reason the whole thing happened. There was then more it than back that inside in job. that building, wasn't there, Matt? Well, apparently there was gold in the basement, not just fucking oil or gas or whatever it's the craziest it's the craziest thing ever okay but here's my thing so if if they contend that jet fuel is what burnt the steel columns in the world trade center and took it down okay sure because they had you know thousands of engineers look at it and that's what they all said fine if that's what the engineers all say i can get behind that i'm not a conspiracy theorist i'm with that all day was there jet fuel in the basement of building seven is that what happened? No, but it has a ton of like kerosene fuel or something. I, Why? Why is there fuel in the basement I think of it was Building for a sp- 7? A special generator. Well, I will say this. If the power ever went out, it would keep Wh- going. Whoa. <laughs> what? That's what I think it's for. I'll say this. A lot of those buildings, Simon, not the World Trade Center. Well, no, this is the thing. is The World Trade Centers aren't that old. Tower 7 was built with the rest of the World Trade Center. So it was erected in like the 70s or the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. I just recently heard something that they, the World Trade Centers were going to fall anyways. They were what Alex they, they were in amazing shape. Well, no, but that... So these planes hit them. They don't know that these buildings aren't that good. And it's just the coincidence of So what do you... Do you think they used a sonic weapon to turn it into dust? Oh, go fuck it. Because there's no... There was no... Um, Remains of it. Wow, there could have been somewhere in there a suicide mission to press the button or whatever. Listen, you never find them. Hold on, no, 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 no. There was no remain. Sorry, remains. There was nothing left of the building of seven. Yeah, it it, had to be chucked out. If it if it collapsed, where was all the rubble? Well, you guys are forgetting too. Hold on, you're forgetting fuel. Or they used a sonic thing that evaporated. No, they didn't evaporates. There's a very easy explanation for that. Everything below 14th Street. So everything below Union Square was shut down for like four months. If you weren't military, you couldn't get in there. So there's no reason to believe that they didn't just fucking ship all of Building 7 Oh, out. my God. What if 9-11 was aliens? No, come on. And they're like, it's better to make this Al-Qaeda thing I don't even up. want... Listen, I don't want to sound like one of these guys. You asked. Building 7, to me, 
seems fishy. That's I, all I I'm knew saying. This was the way we'd get mad involved. Well, whatever. Um, you don't think it's fishy, Simon? I do. I, I think. I, I think that was tactfully I don't, done. I don't know what happened. I know very little about. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I'm not well versed in it, like aliens. No, I'm I not. Just, listen, uh, but I do. It all seems very fishy to me. It's very. In all of these uh, conspiracy theories, like I don't know if I believe in them, but um, I don't. I don't put a lot by the government. So if the government is involved, uh, I think it's possible. Listen, we've seen there's been high rises catch fire before on every level, and and didn't burn like that. I mean, not just burn like that. When they burn from the inside like that, they usually like fall in, but they don't. Uh, whatever but I we sound all like a, now we I sound also like a fucking maniac in uh, in devil's advocacy we also uh, don't have any other time when planes hit buildings to compare it to you know what i'm I mean? not talking about a plane you're just talking building. about buildings burning i'm, I'm but only what talking I'm, about tower seven i know but what i'm saying is maybe other things happen there that kamar you see what i'm getting at we have listen simon if you were if you were if we were looking at a diagram right now of Tower 1 and 2, and then right adjacent to it, you had Tower 7, I would be I would be on board. I wouldn't even be sitting here saying so anything. So far away from them. I would be saying, fine, there's two, two fucking of the biggest buildings in the world came down beside it. I would expect that to happen. What I would not expect is that for a building like three blocks away... Yeah, I'm agreeing with you. That apparently, But that's all I'm saying is like... And that it, how, that it apparently... And I'm saying apparently, I don't know housed all this insane fucking information. Eh, I don't know. It's very suspicious. And here's my thing. Um, there was obviously, there's obviously enough CIA, FBI, NSA, whatever in New York at all times that once that first building hit, uh, once the first plane hits, I truly believe that they have people that they could put in place quick enough to demolish a building. And I think you're crazy to think that they, don't and wouldn't try it. So what we have here is a conspiracy that when the buildings hit, someone said, this is a perfect time to get rid of that well, building. We got away with a lot of problems. Hold on. We also know for a fact that they had information that they were going to get attacked that day, like a week before. So there's no reason to believe that they didn't have a full week to prepare. Great timing. And I also know, and again, this is this is, goes to the two towers. There's a lot of people that say there was fishy people around both towers the week before. I don't buy any of that shit. I think your mind can do that when something crazy happens. You can then start playing stuff back and be like, that guy gave me a fishy look. How many people come in and out of those towers in a week? It was probably insane. But again, Tower 7, it's fucked up. I had my nervous breakdown about 9-11 like seven years ago, you know what I mean? Where it's like, fuck, I don't care. Either way, I got way too deep obsessed with it. Probably listen to some Alex Jones. So I much prefer like alien conspiracies, these conspiracies. Than it that. is an interesting line of the uh, simulation, though. What do you mean? Don't worry about it. It's all oh. good. Okay. Um, just back to Joe for a second. Do you think that, yeah, this is the last point on Alex Jones I got. It's not even about Alex Jones. Do you think that Joe is now, um, like, is he is he worried about the free speech thing, and is that why he put Alex back on? Yeah. And and this is him because Alex says, "Are you getting in the fight now, Joe?" You know, like, is this him like, I, I putting his it, foot down a little bit? I think is it, is maybe he's taking Tipping a risk of being fair 
to Alex Jones and he gave Jack a voice and everyone shit on him. So well, we'll find out. Alex, and we'll, he, he loves Alex. We'll find out when Joe has uh, the Twitter guy back on. But because that's happening soon, apparently. But hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Joe barely grilled fucking Alex Jones about well, the exactly. insanity so he was fair. saying. He so wanted we, to, though. Yeah, but my point is we then expect him to hardcore grill the got the CEO of a social media company. No. But the other person that is just going to answer technical questions that will just get to the bottom. I I really think that that will be. And not be badgered by Joe Rogan necessarily. Badgered by Joe Rogan. But what I'm saying is um, if you you go, this is, like I said, probably going to be the biggest episode ever. The likes to dislikes ratio is like 167,000 likes. Was Jack Dorsey has eighty seven thousand dislikes? And yeah, but you're also all, forgetting. No, no, I'm just stating a fact. I'm not. I'm How not many to dislikes something. were there for Alex Jones in this episode? No, but five thousand. Kamara, I'm telling you, it's people. loved. Like the comments is just positive, 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 positive. People and what are love most, watching a train wreck. What are most people saying about Alex Jones? Are they saying is he's legitimate? Alex is back. You are tell him, Alex. Apologizing? No, that nobody's like, oh, you, you shill. You went back on what you said about something. No, or like uh, we don't believe that you really feel sorry about what you did. Well, I'm saying the majority of them are probably believe everything he says and, and 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 go, yeah, he had to say this. They they have their conspiracy on why he had to take the recanted or take it back but it's it's nothing but love in the comment section whereas the comment section for jack dorsey was nothing but hate well i really think he could be a comedian just i would listen to him rant up there he's just done this too long if that's what he wanted to do i'd love to sit by a campfire with him once then but then you'll know for sure that it's a real shtick i think he should do like in that youtube video and just turn all of his crazy rants into like a bon iver song is just his method of selling fucking supplements and that's what I'm saying. He's disaster just kits, fucking bumper stickers. That's it. We have to move on. Yeah, we're done. We're done. With this. We are done. What a great episode that was. No, we have fucking David Lee Roth. Oh, you're no, talking about that. Episode. I'm saying oh, that yeah. episode was terrific. Yeah, it was epic. I give it a five train wrecks. I mean, that was incredible. That's what I give it. I know everyone gives yeah, it. Yeah, I give it a five, Jamie's. Five you James. have to listen to a four, it. A four point nine nine nine. The entertainment level is through the fucking roof. I mean, this guy is so unhinged. Four, four hours straight. That's what's like. It's better than rock bands who played three hours straight. You I know. Re- yeah, the stamina this guy has is second. Yeah. Final thoughts on him? Uh, I think he just figured this out. This works for him. And he does it. I don't. I don't hate him. I couldn't listen to him all the time, but I'm uh, my final thought on him is that I'm confused. I really don't know where to put how I feel. Where I I don't know what to think about him. I'll I, I'll have to wait and see. I don't think he's dangerous. But Eddie really, um, I I I'm he's just he's just weird. Yeah. <laughs> told Joe that if you believe one conspiracy, well, you have to believe them all. I mean, that how can? But that's just logic, Joe. Yeah. No, I did want. I did. I love Eddie. I love Eddie, but I didn't love Eddie being there because he just. He, he, There's some good moments, but I. I think. I think Joe could have got Alex to cry. Simon, <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore, Joe. Simon, I think yeah. Eddie's point was kind of what um, Dave Foley was saying. What's that? Well, just when he was like, "If you believe in one conspiracy, you have to believe in all." He wasn't saying that, but he was saying, "If you're going to believe in a conspiracy." Like, if you're willing to believe your conspiracy where people are getting together, then the you can't online, necessarily yeah. sit. Yeah, no, I mean, I can see that. I just... The only problem is he's a flat earther, so it's That's absolutely. right. <laughs> so the line has been drawn, and he's on one side, and I'm on the other. It would just be unreal if, if the world <laughs> turned out to be flat. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Well, I'm jumping off the edge of it. There'd be a mass jumping off the we, edge. We, of we, the world, we could yeah. have we could have done an hour on uh, Alex and his offers to Eddie. Then Eddie goes, I'm too scared. Four hours. I'm too scared. Do you guys ever see the I'm footage just, of... Hold on. I just want to say this before I, I before you, you get it out, Kamar. I'm really sorry. I really wish Joe would let them choke each other out. Do you, Eddie could have choked him out for sure? Of course. Yeah. He's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. No, but even then, I wish also that Alex had tried to choke Eddie out. I wish they had rolled. That's all I'm saying. Kamar, go ahead. Have you seen the footage of Eddie getting choked out in his own gym? I think it was by Yal Romero, yeah, and it, the yeah. guy's just sitting there and uh, punking Eddie, and then he gets up and then it's okay, we'll do this, and he just puts Eddie down like fast. Yeah, I've, and I always have that in my head when they talk about choking each other out. I've seen Eddie get choked out. Have you ever seen uh, their Brazilian jiu-jitsu competition where they smoke weed while they do jiu-jitsu? It's the four-on-four four one. There is that. that no, thing? no, it's like oh. they start on the ground, so like both of them start like in a in a specific like position. But like they're smoking a joint, mm-hmm. and That's then it's funny. like, yeah, you know that four on four thing I'm talking about though. It's four guys on each team, and like two guys will fight each other. But then the guy who wins stays in, oh, and then crazy. they send in another guy. Like it sounds crazy, man. Yeah, okay, we got to move on. We have literally ten minutes to talk about David Lee Roth. All right. Well, okay. And we're sorry for the length. Yeah, I'm. I'm concerned. Yeah, well, we we didn't fucking plan on Alex Jones. Well, being you want to save David hours. Lee Roth for next week? No, I'd rather no, not talk about him. Period. I I didn't like this episode. I listened to very little of it. Really? Yeah. Don't care for Van Halen. Don't care for David Lee Roth. I think it's amazing that what he turned his uh, success into. He's a pretty amazing guy, and not being a washed up like fucking like so many other rock stars are just fucking. And he's like he was a EMT. Yeah, he's learned Japanese. He's like he's he's so traveled and uh, he went the, he went to Japan to learn kendo. Right, that was uh, and then learned Japanese while he was over there. Yeah, and lived in Japan for a bunch of years. But the EMT thing, like that, is just like what the fuck? And he, four it, years as an EMT in New York. And imagine at, as <laughs> at, at sixty, you know what I mean. That's that's crazy. If you jump off something, break your ankle, he goes. So did you jump? <laughs> and he was a free climber, like Alex Hanold when he was younger. Even when he was a rock star. So why is it some people you go why, but this one you're like no no no. I think it's stupid. <laughs> I just think it's amazing that this guy had this whole other life after having a crazy life as a rock star. You know what I mean? Like, but he, he just never got caught up in alcohol and drugs and just the, the trappings. Well, I he, think he did. No, I'm sure he I mean, went not, through, not to, he went through it a bit, but like he does not like uh Keith Richards. Eh? He sort of no, shot on yeah. him. It was, he, it was very interesting. And he, he had a story about everything though, you know, which is annoying to listen to. Yeah. I guess I, I kept imagining in my head that it was uh, macho man, Randy Savage. Yeah. So Joe, cause the way he sort of talks sometimes, but everything you, di- you dig, he said that a lot. You dig his breakdown of uh, his song lyrics versus Sammy Hagar's song lyrics really made like he's, he's yeah that was he's thinking about what was, he's doing that was he is in a fucking like rock star he's an artist man yeah, like, it, no that was very interesting and as a kid, I wish everyone could have seen Kamar's fucking yeah <laughs> why is that a rock star eh? that's <laughs> like crazy like a cowboy like a gay cowboy like the gayest oh, hey, of gay cowboys hey, it's a cow person yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
like a Chippendales cowboy. Oh, thank you. Come on, I needed that in my life. Yeah, bro. He uh, he just made he's made the most of his life and is an interesting. But guy. Joe makes a really good point. Imagine that you wake up in the ambulance and David Lee Roth is on top of you, and you're a David Lee Roth fan. You would be like, "Oh fuck, I'm I in died. heaven. I died." <laughs> is it? Yeah. I don't know. I I'd be like, is, funny. "Am I in an ambulance in my heaven? Because this sucks." Mm-hmm. You never liked. Van, Van Halen? Halen? No. Ever, no. And I saw them Pardon live. Me. One song? What? Really? Oh, my God. Yeah. You know who would be a Original? good... But I saw Sammy Hagar. Pardon me. Yeah, but you didn't see Van Halen then. <laughs> we just had this discussion. You know who would be a good guest on uh, Rogan, who they mentioned just briefly, and I thought he'd be a good guest, is... Dave Chappelle. Well, obviously Dave Chappelle. No, John McEnroe. Yeah, John McEnroe would be a great one. And Cheech and Chong, they talked about later... Like, how have they not been on? Because uh, they weren't together. But they're back together. Well, now they just yeah. looked. He just found that out. Yeah. yeah. But think about that. They were doing that shit. It was totally It was illegal. illegal. Like, they were. That's that's crazy. And it feels like it'd be pretty easy to find out where, what studio do you guys shoot this movie well, with? Well, didn't he go movie? to jail? Yeah, for selling bongs recently. I mean, when they, when they were making the movies, they're going the aspect that they were telling all those jokes and everything. Yeah, yeah. No weed whatsoever. We're no, just no, making it up. We're characters. That's what he went to jail for was for selling bongs. Someone ordered a bong from his son's company that crossed state lines, and um, he took the he took the uh, rap for his son. Those noble. Yeah, if David Lee Roth had a podcast, I'd probably listen to it. Yeah, I really liked him, and I was really I was with him. And then he self glossed himself as the Lone Ranger, and I was like, okay, what? Hold up a second. But then I remembered David Lee Roth lights the menorah, and I was back on. And he and he just ties Jew, it in with the, he ties it in with the Sopranos. I totally stuff. forgot he was a Jew, and then he mentioned Hebrew school. Oh my god, I forgot he was in the uh, Sopranos, that's right. Who was he in the Sopranos? He played in the big game. Oh, as himself. Yeah. Yeah. With uh Frank Sinatra Jr. I remember. <coughs> when Ralph Sifaretto uh yeah, breaks the game, the game up. up. Yeah, telling the funny the terrible stories there. No, no, he breaks the game up, remember? Because that guy owes him fucking twenty grand. And he it's uh Tony's degenerate buddy that owns the uh, uh, yeah, uh the sporting yeah. goods store. Yeah, Ted. And he comes in and he busts Isn't that up. his name or Tim? I can't remember. I just remember that. <coughs> scene very well that's it we're done yeah I would like to give David Lee Roth super interesting guy super it's too bad we don't have more time out of the way him, he talks he, and stuff he did have a lot of interesting things to say more time we're fucking way over time no no I'm saying I wish we had more yeah, time to saying. talk about this episode because he really uh, he was an interesting guy but uh I'm with you. I think we got to end it. Yeah. Thanks, Alex Jones. You yeah. fucking fuck. No, it's more like thanks, Simon. Oh yeah, yeah. You asked I, for it with the ancient aliens. Yeah. You, you get what you asked for, baby. Yeah. All right. Uh, we apologize for the length. Yeah, but, but there this guy's do. this guy's done some crazy shit. Um, he's he's led a fucking crazy. He's listed life. off a bunch yeah. of stuff. I mean, I want to talk about, but I I gotta go soon. Like, no, we gotta go. Yeah, we gotta end this. Yeah, uh, Simon. That's great. The episode. I, just I give this one a, a four point. Seven. I give this a four because he's been on before and it was still entertaining. He's been on before. Yeah, yeah. David Lee Roth has been on before. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. When? What episode? Come on, I, Simon. I'll have you're to the check. fucking walking yeah. hand. Yeah. We're I, trying I, to wrap it on here. Yeah. I can't believe it. I <laughs> Breaking news. I definitely didn't hear Fuck. that episode. All right. It was right when he got back from Japan. Either way, that's it. We apologize for the length this week. There wasn't much we could do. There was five episodes. One of them was five hours long. We tried to get through this as quickly as possible. Simon fished his wish. So, uh, 
So I, you, I hope that means that things are going our way. Let's see what next week holds. Dave I, Chappelle, let's do I this. I have no idea who's going to be yeah, on next week. Yeah, let's get this fucking ball rolling. Hashtag I, well, Chappelle on Rogan. I don't even know if we have to. I think just talking about it may have been enough. Maybe. No, but we got to get this going. But it can't be hashtag Chappelle on Rogan. That's a little bit homosexual. Chappelle on JRE. Chappelle does Rogan. No, that's pretty. How about hashtag it took this long? Question mark. But then, okay, sure. We'll figure something out. Know. Hit us up if you have a good one. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, again, sorry for the length. Uh, Kamar, you're only playing tonight. Is tonight the end of the run? Yeah, yeah. Last show. Thank you, everyone who came out uh, this past week. Uh, and all you guys who didn't come out, uh, go fuck yourself. No. Thank you for listening, guys. Sorry this is so long. We'll see how it works out. And uh, as usual, follow us on Instagram at J-R-E-E podcast. You can follow Kamar at Kamar Babar. Follow me at Floydy, F-L-O-Y-D with five E's. Don't bother following Simon. And uh, send us an email. It's uh, J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. That's J-R-E-E podcast at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, stick around for the post show in a few days. Thanks for uh, listening. Have a great week. Hey, gang, just before we wrap up today's episode, I just quickly wanted to say again, rest in peace, Alex Buchanan, a.k.a. Bender of Flight Distance. Um, Whether you're from Ottawa or not, if you're a fan of rap, uh, battle rap, um, Bender was a legend. He was a friend of mine. I wasn't as close to him as others, but I still considered him a great friend. Uh, He passed away March 1st of 2018. And uh, I just wanted to end this podcast by playing the song... Uh, I kind of played a little clip at the beginning and I just wanted to end this podcast by playing a full length flight distance song. Uh, Bender, we miss you, man. We love you. And uh, if you're a fan of rap or not, check out some of his music. Uh, You can search flight distance on Spotify, on YouTube. Uh, They're incredible. And uh, Bender was a world champion rap battler. You can YouTube Bender KOTD. Watch all his videos. The man was a fucking wordsmith and a genius. And, uh, I just wanted to say we miss you, buddy. R.I.P. And uh, we're going to play you out with a little bit of flight distance. Thanks for joining us again. Bye-bye.
wishing on the middle finger of the monkey paw You want some diamond rings to shimmer on that rusted claw I start a monarch that's inside you, that's a fucking moth That moth is wearing death's head, it leaves your stomach raw You see some kind of revolution that you masterminded With plans to televise and sell up time for advertisements You treat delusions like your children in the way they're nurtured If you had children, you would set them loose to rape and murder Playing chicken with the angel of your self-destruction You felt this coming since they snipped you off the belly button I guess the jokes on you was looking like you raised the phoenix I guess the jokes on me too, there ain't no space between us When the satellites fall We'll be standing up above when the whole world grinds to a hall When it breaks apart When the satellites fall Fall.